This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 343. Yes, 343. You can listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, subscribe to us and listen to all of our future episodes. Get it first over there. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Go give us a like. Also, check out YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Send us an email, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut at BTTG161 at DaveTheRave underscore MO because I am Dave the Rave and I am alongside Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. How was your week? It was good. I went to Cracker Barrel again. Shocker. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, it really is a shocker. Uh huh. Like I wouldn't expect in. Now tell me, tell me what you ordered so I can be disappointed. I ordered the same thing. Yep, disappointed. But no, I mean it's like a go-to meal for me. It's good. I like the chicken tenders at Cracker Barrel. They come with. Um, I ordered the fried okra this time. I will never. Never need to try okra again. Like, I already went in with, like, the fear of knowing it's a slimy vegetable. Yeah. It's just not a pleasant feeling in my mouth. No, I, I, I've ordered that before. It, it, like, it reminds me, like, it, I feel like I needed, it's not even through Cracker Barrel, though. That's, like, in general, it's a slimy. Well, I mean, I've never, I've never had it before outside of that. Right. I mean, same here. But, I mean, but it was just... And it's, like, outside of, um, I mean, not outside of that. Uh, I think what I would have preferred is if it was, like, stuffed with cream cheese. Cream cheese? Yeah, because it just reminded me of, like, a jalapeno popper without the the bite to it. Why, you don't like jalapeno poppers? No, I wouldn't like it in an okra. Why? Definitely not. That sounds disgusting to me. I'm just... Even the sight of it would look disgusting. Well, I don't understand. It's a, it's like a small version of a jalapeno popper. I don't know. But what else did you do? Well, I ordered, I ordered the fried okra, the mac and cheese, and I got the French fries with that. And I took all my, I took my, my winnings home. Ah. <laughs> I didn't. I can't. Like I never finished my food at Cracker Barrel, so I get like a good amount left over. My friends, though, were monsters at Cracker Barrel. Uh They each ordered a stack of pancakes. They each had bacon and eggs. They each had uh, their own meals. One got the, I think he got the, it's not roast beef, but what's the, what's the other name for it? I don't know. I I forget what it's called. Prime rib or something? I think it's prime rib. So they got prime rib, mac and cheese, gravy uh, on the, not gravy, the uh, ma- the mashed potatoes. And then they got dumplings. The other person got dumplings also. I tried those. 
definitely uh, going to order those as a side dish from the next time. You know, I, I like their dumplings, but sometimes it's a little bit too soggy. Sometimes it's too much uh, sauce and cream and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely, I was definitely happy with trying the one dumpling. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, I could even order chicken and dumplings from now on, but... Uh, I feel like if I if I ordered an actual dish of it, I would get tired of it too much. The small sample, the small uh, side dish is the perfect size for that. Yeah, that it's definitely definitely is, and it's like a clutch that they even let you do that as a side yeah. dish. But as far uh, as I still, I still uh, say, my best side dish is the fried apples. Yes, but like I it depends. It depends on what you're eating there. To me, like I'm not gonna order chicken tenders and be like, oh, let me get fried apples. I would. If, if I get the pancakes, the pancakes come with any of the fruit toppings. Mm-hmm. So you could just be like, can I have the fried apples on the side? Mm-hmm. So I, our friend, for the first time ever, just gone, just went to a Cracker Barrel last night. And I told him, I was, he, like, I was like, dude, he, you have to get the pancakes. You have to order the fruit on the side. And he did. He got that in his sirloin. So. And he got two things? Yeah, dude, that's the, what you – First of all, it's cheap enough. And second of all, you could it's not like he's ordering two things to eat. Why didn't you say, Oh damn, they got two things when I told you the meals before? They oh, literally I mean, they ate everything. They ate insane. three they ate three pancakes each, bacon and eggs, and then full meals. One had I think it was uh they had uh, fried chicken also. Jeez. Well, check their arteries. Dude, when I, was, not I was watching them eat this past week, and I was like, you guys are, are monsters with this. They ordered two meals at, at IHOP, too, on the way home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one's, a bit one's much. One's tall. One's super tall, so. But, well. But, but yeah, so I, well. went to, I went to Atlantic City, uh, and for the first time, I think – First time in a long time, I should say. Not ever, but, uh, yeah, first time in a long time where I went to Atlantic City and, like, left not saying, like, wow, this this place sucks. Like, I never – I didn't have a problem this time. Every other time I did, but – What wasn't a problem this time? No, I, I What's just, the difference? I, I mean, just, like, in in years past, like, we'd go, the AC wouldn't work. It's, like, the dead of summer. Mm-hmm. It's like, how could you have a hotel where the AC doesn't work in the summer? Yeah. Another time uh, we got there, the last time we went, 2014, we got there, and the room that they gave us was completely undone. It wasn't even cleaned or anything. Oh, did yeah. you complain? No, I slept in somebody's dirty bed. Well, why did you do that? <laughs> like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, so what did you do while in AC? I did absolutely nothing, really. I just, we walked around, we walked the boardwalk. We started off walking the other way. We stayed at the Tropicana. I know you're not familiar at all with the layout of the boardwalk or anything, because you've never been there. Nope. But we started walking uh, to the west, up the boardwalk, and we're walking and walking and walking. I'm like, dude, I really, I don't remember ever coming down here Mm -hmm. as we kept walking there was like more and more of nothingness and uh, I was like I I really I think we need to turn around because this is not where you guys where you think you are 
We turn around all the way. It's it's like a giant. It's got to be a half mile from Tropicana to to Bally's. Mm-hmm. So it's a rough walk for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we get down, we go down that way, and I'm like, see, this is like more so of everything I remember. You have Boardwalk Hall where WrestleMania three and four took place. Uh huh. You have Rainforest Cafe, which those restaurants suck, but it's cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And just a bunch of stuff. There's there's a beach there, obviously, because it's Atlantic City. The Boardwalk. That's cool. Yeah, and then well, uh, that night we went to a steak joint, which is like insane because they ate two meals at Cracker Barrel. Uh-huh. So it's like, damn. Like, they really put away food this weekend. Well, just make sure you visit your primary care physician uh, now that you guys are all back. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> and then the next night we went to Carmine's, the Italian joint. I don't know if you've ever been to Carmine's. They have one. Mm-hmm. They have uh, probably multiple ones in New York City. But uh, it's family-style portions. So everything's, they ordered two pasta dishes, two chicken dishes. They had the baked clams. So. Jesus. A lot of food, yeah. Wow. It was basically just walking around, sitting at the blackjack table, not gambling, because gambling, I think, is the dumbest thing. All right, (laughs) so pretty much your weekend, it was eating, walking, and sitting in a car. Yeah, basically. Man. It's like the honestly the only reason why I would go to Atlantic City is because of the half hour to forty five minute detour to go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> it's, that's the only reason to go to Atlantic. City. You should you should send them an email. Maybe they'll make you the, the spokesperson for uh, Cracker Barrel in their next commercials. Yeah, I doubt it. They don't even have – I don't think they have, like, commercials for – Yeah, they have it up here. Do they? Which, like, I thought they which were Which makes sense. Actually, you know what? I've seen one commercial down here. Yeah, they had one where it was, like, uh, going through different, like, little cabinets or something like that. I forgot. But, no, right. So you had a fun week, though. A fun yeah. week. I mean, yeah, it's- I did as well. Uh, let's see. This past week, me and my girlfriend ended up going to a minor league game. We had tickets to go check out the uh, Tri-City Valley Cats, see them take on the – what were they? The, the Spinners. Um, I forgot what they're – where they're – oh, the Lowell Spinners. So it's the minor league, the single – what is, that, is it? Single se- – short season. Is that, What's that? Ar- is that Arkansas? Uh, what, what? Oh, what, Lowell? Yeah. I don't know, maybe Massachusetts? Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, because it's, it was, actually it doesn't make, make a difference, but it, it's, it was Boston. It's a short season team for Boston Red Sox versus Houston Astros. Astros is the Tri-City. Um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. We had front row seats. It was enjoyable. Uh, a gr- really nice stadium. Um, I want to go back there again so bad. Apparently tonight's Friends Night too, where all their jerseys are Friends uh, replicas of 
are based off of the C, uh, TV show Friends. Huh. Which, and they had a bunch of uh, jerseys in the shop for the special uh, promotions that they had. One was uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. One was Batman. Oh, I thought you. And, I thought you meant like, like Chandler hmm. and Monica. Yeah. You just said well, SpongeBob and Batman. Well, they yeah they have different jerseys for different nights. Like oh. if they had a SpongeBob SquarePants night earlier in this season, then they had special jerseys that the players would wear for that, and then they would sell those jerseys in the gift sh- in the gift shop. They are from Lowell, Massachusetts. There you go. They used to be from Elmira. Oh, Elmira. Imagine that, like you have like a Boston-related team in New York, and they're like, we we can't, we have to, we got to get out of New York, we have to switch to Massachusetts. Yeah, probably, I don't know, it doesn't make sense because like, it seems like they're all over, I mean, it, it, Tri-City's for Houston, so the Houston Astros. Uh, but overall, great atmosphere. Highly suggest everyone go see it. I think the games are between $5 and $12. Um, $12 per being front row. Um, and all the, the food there is is so well-priced. It's like going to a uh, – it, it's, it's the same thing as going to a ballpark, except you're not paying those outstanding prices of like $12 – Hot dogs, fifteen dollar beers, and all of that stuff. Um, and you're, was, you're just an idiot if you go to a ballpark and pay fifteen bucks for a hot dog. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think that you are a bozo for getting my beer at fifteen to twenty dollars. I mean, I think it's just not worth it. But yeah, so we end up we get I I go for the designated driver stand. And they gave they for being a designated driver and stuff. They gave me uh, a free um, soda, refillable or no? No, not refillable, but at, still perfect at Jones Beach for the designated drivers. I don't think I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. What? Uh huh. I haven't seen it this season, but they have. They used to have a designated driver spot where you go and sign up. You just punch in any name. And uh, and then they give you a ticket for for soda, and it's like the the largest cup possible. Why don't you just it's, give them your name? It's refillable. I mean, you can. It's just you give any name that you want. Yeah. And then you get a free soda for that thing, and it's refillable. So that's clutch. Yeah. No, it's it's a good deal, um, and it was just a lot of fun. I signed uh, up. I signed up once for the Yankees designated driver, mm-hmm. without a license, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I I won a. I'm surprised. Usually they they check your licenses now. I said to them, I was like, I don't have a license. Can I sign up? They're like, okay. And uh and I did uh I, I won a Yankees polo shirt mm-hmm. that never in a million years would ever fit me, but I still won it. So. All right, that's cool. Um, yeah, it was Star Wars night, which was even better. And Did they give anything out, like a bobblehead or anything? Or no, no, it wasn't a promotional like that. Um, not Did that they have night. like costumed characters from the movies or something? Yeah, yep. 
Yep. They had uh, characters and everything like that. And they had, like, Darth Vader walking around. They were selling... Um, they were selling lightsabers. And it was cool because, like, this is the minor league system where a lot of current MLB players came from. Like, Dal- Dallas Keuchel and a lot... Jose Altuve, A.J. Reed, uh, Ben Zobris, Hunter Pence... A lot of players have been through this system and played there, so it, it's really it's really neat, you know. I met two of the players after the game; they were signing autographs, so we went to go get pictures with them and get their autograph. Um, and then after the game, they also had a Star uh, uh, firework display to the Star Wars soundtrack, pretty much. Um, and that was just a lot of fun. I would not mind getting season tickets to like a minor league team like that, you know. If I live close enough to like uh, just a minor league system like Brooklyn Cyclones or anywhere for the what it has to be between sixty to eighty dollars or you do hundred dollars. Like if I mean, first of all, you do live near one. Yeah, but right now, I mean, second of all, Long Island, you also live near one. I don't think Long Island Ducks are yeah, associated with. They're anyone. not. They're not. But it's still. Yeah. Still a baseball team that you could go. The tickets there for are like top twelve bucks or something. Yeah, but you you have to drive out there. Where is it? It's not. I don't think it's that far out. I thought it was out out east. I thought that it was out east, but that's the thing. They're not associated with the major leagues, while this is associated with the major league. I would love to be so like go to uh, get season tickets to watch some of these players who are associated with. A major league system where you don't know these guys can easily be brought up and make it big. Um, I think that's really cool. It's I about, highly suggest everyone check it out. It's about forty minutes from. Maybe. Yeah. So like thirty minutes from you. Twenty exactly. minutes from you. That's not. Know. That's not a terrible distance. For season tickets, I would rather be closer though. 25 minutes? Yeah, people get season tickets to Yankee Stadium and stuff. Yeah, I'd rather That's be way closer. Longer. That's way longer. For minor league, I'd rather be closer. Over here, it's five minutes. Yeah, but where are you living in a town that's... You're in like a podunk area. No offense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said you're in a podunk area. Like, you're not in a town that's like a big town. You're not. You're not in the suburbs. Yeah. Well, yeah, but still enjoyable and everything like that. Um, Yeah, outside of that, not all too much else going on. Um, Anything else that you'd like to discuss? No, that's what happened this week is Atlantic City. Yeah. Um, Just on a a down note, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who has been affected by uh, the flooding that took place in Houston and throughout Texas. Um, it definitely hits a little bit home with us because with Hurricane Sandy, not on the same level, but still experiencing uh, the loss of possessions and, and and having to go through everything. I know this is a totally different – I mean – it's it's yeah. going to be a very long process, I assume, for the city of Houston to get back for to to their normalcy. Oh yeah, like, like after after everything is like said and done, they'll go back to the city. The city's going to look normal, 
But there's going to be a lot that's completely just not. I, I don't think it's going to look, the city's going to look normal in some I, of these places. Some no, of these places I, are totally like just, it's depressing to see. Like you have houses are totally destroyed, shops destroyed, ruined. It's the same thing. Like they had that here. I don't think that every, that's seeing a town back to normal. Like, like by us? Yeah, I, I don't think that that's seeing a town back to normalcy, what they are experience, going to experience. Like you're saying I, you don't I think, think Long Island is back to normal? No, no, no. I'm saying what Houston is going to be seeing when they get back to their town will not be what they left it. No, no. I'm saying like after this is all said and done. Mm-hmm. But like people are still displaced from Hurricane Sandy here. Yeah. Like you could still drive through my town. You could still drive through neighboring towns and see houses that are just that were just left. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, and um, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone affected. Um, all right, so let's get on to some outside the ring news. This week we also had the big fight: McGregor taking on Mayweather. McGregor. Mayweather. Mayweather picking up the victory over McGregor in the tenth round by TKO. Uh, ref which just means which just means boxing makes no sense to me. Why? Because he wasn't knocked out. Uh, he, yeah, he he was done. But he was still standing, still trying to fight. He couldn't. He tried to fight, David. The he fight was getting was fake. The fight was fake. Wrestling's fake, dude. Yeah, and guess what? So is this. This was uh, this video. I'm of sorry. Him. This is. They weren't even following through with their it. punches. Are you kidding me? Stop it. I, I don't even, even think you're. Me. I don't even think you're being serious right now. I think you're. Yeah. Joking. So it went ten rounds. Uh, I, 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 I believe that me. I am fine with the outcome because I think that it sh- it could have stopped at the end of the ninth, and I would have been fine. Uh, from what I'm said, from what I'm told, I'm not a big bo- uh, watching. Uh, watcher of boxing or anything but referees are stopping bouts a lot um before well ahead of the person hitting the actual mat he stopped just it. to save from uh he... concussions and injury no he stopped it when he was written to, to stop uh, it so i think that this was an entertaining bout it was a lot of fun it was enjoyable. I think that everyone got what they wanted out of this. Yeah, of course both of them got what they wanted out of it. They got billions of dollars. I think the fans got what they wanted too. Because and they're if, they're the if, marks that they got their backs chalked and they're sitting there. They paid $100 to watch the fight. And the you people that Conor are... Conor McGregor pulling punches. And the people that are um, complaining about this, I feel like they're just delusional. I think that the, some of these people. What are that people are, complaining in what way? That it was stopped too soon. That McGregor could have won. I think that people are just delusional. McGregor the would ninth, have from the start. McGregor wasn't winning. He was scripted to lose. In the ninth round, he was done. He had spaghetti legs. David, he, I saw a boxing match exactly like this one. Do you know God. where Brandon, I saw I, it? Brandon, there's a reason why I'm ignoring you because I'm not engaging no, you in this. In this it's 100 percent true. I'm, I'm not engaging We, we you. saw a boxing match exactly like this one happen. Uh, here we go. In the brawl for all. No, it was Evander Holyfield versus Matt Hardy. 100% happened just like this. And you're calling them marks. I, I don't understand. 
you, yeah. I don't so, understand how anyone thought this match was real. I thought that this was a lot of fun, and I'm not saying it yeah, wasn't fun to watch. Now Mayweather is fifty, you know, and you know what? I think that I definitely gained respect for him because of the way that he fought in this one. He didn't uh, just I, I avoid think, McGregor. He he could have easily won with counter punching, and but he didn't sure, go that route. I thought for sure you would have known this was fake. Yeah. Um, next up, Asuka. Asuka relinquished the NXT Women's Championship. At, Which is awful. Was it at a house show? I think it was at the tapings. I think it's going to happen next week on NXT. Oh. It's, it's that, like, it sucks that she relinquished the title. If anything, and, like, I, the she, reason... The I think the relinquish it should have been after at NXT TakeOver. Yeah. I mean, because the real I don't, takeover... I don't know what they... It's really that the... Really not that much. I don't know what they had planned for her. Like, if if she didn't break her collarbone. But really, there was no need for her to go a week further and be like, oh, we're giving up the title. I'm giving up the title. Yeah, I think that is just a poor decision. Lack of creativity, and, maybe? And, and, dude, the reason given is... I basically I think it was is that I want more competition. It's exactly what I wrote, but and exactly completely executed like, awfully. Just bad, really, really it, bad. It, it sucks, but who knows what's next? Or I am not. In, in Oscar I, fashion, I really, maybe I should say who's next. Yeah, just <laughs> not not happy with that decision. Uh, now there's rumors going around that the winner of this May Young Classic is going to be getting the NXT I, championship. I wrote that. I wrote that. Yeah. I said that. Oh. And now yeah. that it's all over the news sites. Yeah. So we'll see where it, where it goes from here. Are you sure it wasn't we didn't write that? I don't know. I, I thought, I, 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 thought don't. That she should, I think that she should stick around to face the winner of the Mae Young Classic, because that's how you build someone. No, that's not, that's not what I wrote. No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't I, think it's necessary she, because then that person defeats Asuka and you want Asuka to still be undefeated. Why? You can't have that any other way. So now she's going to go up to the main roster and be Goldberg? Yeah. She's going to become Asuka of, from NXT. She's going to be like the first person... First female, at least, to be booked the same way she's being booked in NXT. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at people from NXT coming up oh, to the main Asian roster, place. yeah, but Asian that's, so. I mean, I guess a little different to me. Sasha Banks? No, dude, if you look at everybody being booked the same way that they're being booked, it's a little different. Like, look at Bailey to from NXT to main roster. It's a little Don't different. Don't get me started on Bailey. <laughs> if you look at Nakamura from the from NXT to the main roster, it's a little different. Bobby Nakamura, Rude, even in NXT, I, I don't think was... Uh, I mean, yeah, very good at Japan, but not New Japan Pro Wrestling Nakamura. And I still don't think we've seen that. I don't think we will. There's, I mean, there's a possibility, maybe, perhaps once he's champion or something. But I was so where? Uh, well, no, what were you gonna say? Where do you put her? SmackDown or Raw? Oscar? Yeah. Uh, I don't care where she goes. 
but wherever she goes, I want her to be Asuka of NXT. I would prefer her to go to SmackDown. Um, I think that I would be really entertained by her versus Becky Lynch and uh, some of the women over there. And I think that they could kind of use it because Raw has Bliss, Banks, um, Nia Jax. So they don't really, I mean, they have Emma that they could do something with. Summer Rae could return and go to uh, Raw. I would be fine with that. Um, and I hope Summer Rae does come back soon. Like, yeah, I don't know if like there was like rumors wrestling. that she was injured, and I don't know. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I follow her on Snapchat, and she seems like she's always going out partying late. Yeah, it seems like she's over WWE. Yeah, like which sucks. Like I was, a, like, we were both big fans of Summer Rae when she would actually be able to wrestle. Yeah, we were, like, we'd we were have to go to when she finally got in the ring to do something. We'd have to watch like main event or something to actually get a match out of Summer Rae. Yeah. Um, Which sucked, but... But, yeah, so it's kind of disappointing that they're not going to go with this Paige storyline or anything like that. Um, I mean, maybe, they, maybe they'll do that Paige storyline on the main roster. There's also a Paige storyline I will bring up later on. Okay. That I think could be written. Not related right. to Asuka. Uh-huh. All right. Um, but moving on from that, unfortunately, uh, and also fortunately at the same time, Xavier Woods has a sprained MCL. So he could be out for a month or so. Maybe longer. I just hope that they still maintain his presence at ringside. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that. He was because on, he was like, on SmackDown, so I don't. That's that's one of the things I don't like, though. What's the difference with him and Lana? Meaning, I what? mean, when when Lana had her injury and you didn't have her out with Rusev or anything, or even Lana like was, I, I just don't get yeah, why when sometimes. Was, you, when was what? she injured? Oh, a while ago, two was years it? ago. No, wasn't she filming a movie or something? No, she was actually – she injured her leg. Um, she injured her leg? Yeah. Um, I just don't like when you're in a tag team and the other person gets injured, you're automatically ridden off because of their no, – That's a little different though. That's a little bit different. I don't – why? When you What's have, the difference with when this? You have with Dash, when you have Dash and Dawson and one or the other's injured – like what you're not pushing them as a single star here. You have three of them so they could still be that point in a triangle. You see, that's the thing I don't like. I mean, I'm fine with, you can still initiate stuff with right revival, but then like, um, with manager wise, like with, with Lana, how they kept her off. Dude, it says she had an injured wrist. Yeah, well, whatever she had, they still kept her off TV. How could you go on television with a sling on your arm like that when you're supposed Why to be like not? a dominant heel? Why not? I mean, if if they report that she has a, a, a bum arm and everything, I mean, I don't think that there's any reason why you can't appear on screen. It's an injury. People, I mean, people aren't foolish and don't expect these people that they don't get hurt. I mean, I think that... That's a okay. Well, I think it's it's going to be a little different with New Day because 
They have, I, I, I understand what you're saying with it being different because they have a group of a trio, but it kind of throws out that entire aspect that they're not keeping them at ringside because of the injury, you know? Like that's like I like mean, they don't want it because we we we've spoken about this in the past. It was kind of rotated around. They don't want to have them at ringside because anything could happen. You could like how I, you always bring up the 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 ladder uh, in uh, Ready to Rumble. How anything could happen when you're at ringside. <laughs> so like yeah, you brought that up. See, last time we spoke about this, you brought up that and you quoted it and said how you, you even if you're injured, you never know what's going to happen around the ring. And I, I kept on pushing that you can predict what's going to happen because it, it's scripted. And if someone's in, actually legit injured, the two wrestlers in the ring are going to be like, okay, so this left corner, we're going to keep all of our stuff to the other corners. We'll avoid the left one or else this person will have to, if it's an arm injury or whatever, will have to work around us. But so that's why that kind of throw is – that out this throws that out of the window because if Woods is at ringside, then I don't really see that playing a factor. But I don't think that he'll be out for too long. Yeah, I mean I think Becky Lynch said she had it and she was out for a month. Yeah, it's only Plus Xavier Woods is going he's down in Georgia right now going to Dragon Con, so if he's able to walk around a Comic Con like event then yeah, I'm sure he's fine. I mean, if anything, maybe they'll put a little uh, brace around it just to give him some support. But And then just really ice and take down the inflammation and control the pain. Yeah. Um, and then but, uh, Samoa Joe is also rumored to be out with a knee injury. What's up with that? Because I started seeing that pop up, but yeah, I, didn't I, don't, really... I don't. I didn't see any like confirmed reports or whatever. Uh-huh. But I, he wasn't yeah. on Raw, so I don't know. Very interesting. I mean, I'm still not really the biggest Joe supporter because I'm still yet to see really uh, be entertained by him all too much. And his promo was good, but not – I just his in-ring style is just like – I don't know. It, it just doesn't connect with me. It's just not enough. I feel like you've seen one Joe, you've seen them all. Uh, seen them all. <laughs> seen them all. <laughs> seen them all. You know? But uh, something else that's very um, unfortunate and controversial. now controversial. Yeah. Triple uh, A, Triple Mania uh, 25 took place this past week. And in a match, it was a, a fatal four-way, I believe, Sexy star locked Rosemary in a an arm bar, and the ref she tapped out. Referee broke the like said called for the match, but she kept that arm bar in. And yeah, it's wrestling. Okay, you're a heel. You want to maintain that, but even though I don't think she's a heel, but she's actually apparently performing the move, the submission hold, and uh, sprayed Rosemary's uh, elbow. Originally, people were saying dislocated shoulder and dislocated that, um, but she actually injured a fellow pro wrestler, which is very taboo to do, frowned upon. If um, I mean, still, I got like because it's pro wrestling. I don't know if it's even legit. 
It, you could have everybody go on Twitter and be like, I can't believe she did this. She's blackballed this and that. But it's still like... It could totally then, be like, a work. find out months later, oh, yeah, it was a work. And it's like, oh, damn, Bam Roasted. You brought yeah, it, it to could, the work. So it, I still have... We have no idea. It could definitely be a work. Um, Both of them put out statements. Yeah. Sexy yeah, I, statement I don't understand at all. I'm assuming it's because of the Spanish to English translations. Yeah, from the translation, it seems like she's trying to play the victim card. To me, it seemed like she was saying she wasn't even there in the moment for what happened. Like, something else took over her. Yeah, but even still, if it is legit and everything, it's very unfortunate. Very uh, just wrong, you know? These people place each other, uh, each other's lives in their hands, and they trust each other not to go in there and actually cause injury because injury costs money and mental stress and everything. It's like, and, a, that's like a very old school thing to do though. Like you hear stories oh, yeah. of people doing that all the time in the eighties and the seventies. So I'm not saying it's right for what she did. I'm not supporting that whatsoever, but yeah, it's just like, very wrong. And then, you see everyone tweeted about it, that she's not going to be in their locker room. She's off of this card. Uh, she's not booked for WrestleCade anymore, which is, I think, kind of like WrestleCon. Um, yeah, and so. what's that? I said I believe so. Yeah, It's like a convention, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a convention. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see this fallout. It's going to be interesting to see if this is a work or not. Um and if even, not, like I mean, even more, like it just because of the relationship, the agreement between Global Force Wrestling and AAA, it's like I like that brings so much, so many eyes onto a company for that. And I feel like it's, it's like who's who's Rosemary? Oh, she works for Global Force Wrestling. Yeah, but I also feel like you can get away with a little bit more. In like out of the states, with, yeah. Obviously, they play music that's not even. But I mean, even like with getting it around the fans, you know, like you could have a storyline take place in Puerto Rico, and uh, well, I mean, that's part of the states, but like you what could you mean getting like, around fans, like like getting around the the insiders and stuff like that, you know. Like I feel like if you do something in Mexico with AAA, it's well, it will be heard and seen. But not to the same potential as something being done in New York City. Like, I feel like you could kind of sweep a few more things underneath the carpet. Yeah, because none of, of the dirt sheet writers speak Spanish like that. Yeah. Nobody I, understands I, what's going on there. Well, not like that. Like, not because, but I think like a lot of the dirt sheets don't pick it up as much. So I think you're in the clear at times. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, they had, I don't know if those figures are even correct but also at this event they had a mask versus mask match in the main event psycho clown versus dr wagner jr uh and dr wagner lost uh which was insane i i think it's got to be like a 30 something year career in pro wrestling and never was once unmasked now he's unmasked 
And uh, put, put the mask back on. I, I did not no, expect him to be that old. <laughs> I, maybe I thought he was in like his like late forties. Not I didn't expect fifty plus. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So he he lost his mask and apparently got paid like two hundred thousand dollars or something for that. Nice nice payday. Which is like insane. I I like I understand. Because it's like it's been thirty plus years that he's never taken his mask off. Mm-hmm. So, but I also I saw they they've said that Psycho Clown agreed for twenty eight thousand dollars if he want if he was the one to win. Instead, he got paid like five grand. Yeah. So that's like an insane price. They said it's like the largest in AAA history. But I, again, I have no idea if that number two hundred plus thousand dollars is like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of money, especially for a wrestling match. But I mean, I guess there's a lot behind. I mean, the tradition wise, there's a lot behind the mask. So I mean, pretty much their mask is everything. Yeah. So I, I can understand why they would pay someone so much money to un to Go without the mask. Yeah, and he'll still he'll still get to wrestle. I'm sure CN Almas is like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, I'll take an NXT contract. He's like, Hunter's like, you just got to uh, remove the mask. And then it's like uh, a few months later, two hundred thousand dollars to remove <laughs> the mask. Ah, I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but moving on uh, from that. Miz surpassed Ultimate Warrior's record for longest reigning intercontinental champions uh, with his combined seven reigns now. So that's pretty yeah, that's cool. all. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's that's awesome. Uh, of I think course, Ultimate Warrior I think did it in two reigns as opposed to seven. Uh huh. But I still, it's still an accomplishment. Yeah, without a doubt. I think that he definitely deserves it. I think that the Miz is very. I think the Miz is underrated. Yeah, I, I think, think he's so. underrated for his accomplishments. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, he's a. a yeah, he's got to be a Grand Slam champion too. Uh, he held WWE yeah. Championship, US, IC Tag Team. So. Yeah, I, I think he is. Uh, and then also in regards to Ultimate Warrior, I never, I forgot to mention it for the past two episodes, or one episode, I don't even know how many weeks it's been, but I think it's two. No, it's got to be one. At uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, beforehand, they had somebody walking around with t-shirt ideas for, like a survey. Uh-huh. T-shirt ideas for, I think... Uh, for the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And they showed us two Ultimate Warrior t-shirts and they said that's what they were doing this year for that. Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, it was like Be your war- be a Warrior or something like that. Mm-hmm. For the Breast Cancer Awareness. And I was I like, like... I like it. I was like, dude, this shirt is way better than the other shirt. So I'm hoping the shirt that I picked, which had the outline of Warrior's face paint... And I uh-huh. think inside was like be a warrior or something. I, I hope that one gets chosen because it was a lot nicer than the other one. 
Nah, that's cool. And I was I was hoping to hear back. I, I thought maybe you'd get a favorite or something off of that tweet for <laughs> that I tweeted to Warrior's wife. Mm-hmm. They had they had a, on WWE Shop yesterday for for a Legends sale. A picture of Ultimate Warrior. There was four of them running consecutively. And I was like, if they would sell this as a t-shirt without the thing that says WWE Legend Sale on it, I think I would I would probably purchase that. And I know a lot of people would probably purchase that as well. I'm not familiar with what you saw. It's just four Ultimate Warriors in different colors running. Uh-huh. Like a cartoon of him. Like a silhouette. Oh, gotcha. But I definitely think people would buy that. Cool idea. Cool idea. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to Miz. He's a long-time listener. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, probably is. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, Global Force Wrestling News, low-key left. He came, and he left. Yeah, I guess he wanted a main event push, is what they said, and he wasn't getting that. And they favored other people instead of him. They wanted him specifically there for the X Division. Is Loki done? What do you mean? Is he done? Is he at the end of his career? Uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to ever be booked like CM Punk or Samoa Joe. And he's always just going to be viewed and yeah, I don't, I don't brought know. up as like, the, as like a, a warrior and... Uh, just being able to really take apart his opponents, but won't ever get that main event spot. Yeah, it's weird. Like he could have all the um, all the X division title runs possible, but for some reason, like he was the the very first Ring of Honor champion, and then after that, like really nothing. Yeah, like I can't see. Japan even calling, giving him a phone call, saying, hey, come over here, do some stuff. I mean, he's worked in Japan. Mm-hmm. He's been champion in Japan. Not, but nothing. Not, he's been junior heavyweight champion, not like champion champion. But we're also talking, this stuff is like... Years ago. Yeah, like over five years ago, no? Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, we're talking five I mean, to ten years ago if you where... Have- the Ring of Honor Championship is 2002, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, so 5 to 10. So, so. low-key, I see, it was actually 2012-ish for, um, 2012. for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I mean, just over 10 years, but still. 2012... Well, well, now the the date you said before was over ten. Yeah, two thousand two um, was way over ten. Yeah. Um, but it's like I don't see, like at this point maybe he, you, he won't be, but he wanted that main event spot, I guess. In in Global Force Wrestling, they they brought in other people. Matt Seidel, he's in the main event scene now, as opposed yeah. to the X Division. Something has to be up with him that the people. They don't want to. They don't either trust him or they don't want to give. Maybe it's the the promos. I mean, when have you ever seen a really 
he's not a big promo guy. I mean, Maybe it's that or the I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, American Ninja Warriors, Casey Catanzaro, uh, and Shadia Shadia Bazzizo. I think it's Bazzizo. Yeah. Shadia Bazzizo. have signed with WWE. Do you Which think they, they showed them during the May Young Classic? Which for the May Young Classic, they showed tons of people sitting in the crowd. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I don't no. understand. I will never understand why you didn't have anyone from the May Young Classic sitting for any of the matches SummerSlam weekend. I won't understand that at all. Okay, I I I went the opposite way with you last week. But the more I thought thought about it, the more I kind of do see that as that would have been beneficial, even if First regardless of, all, of regardless of who I think you could have like who won and stuff. Yeah, it was already taped, but I think that you could have still had like Tessa Blanchard and like Shayna Baszler and Surya Nadeem and some of these other characters out there. It's like I, I they they're like oh watch the Mae Young Classic after Monday Night Raw. And Monday gets there, and it they like as soon as it turns Monday, it's like up. Yeah, I think that they could have done something. And um, I think they're not like as much as they're pushing it, being like, "Watch the May Young Classic, watch the May Young Classic." I don't think they're promoting it properly. I agree. I think that they promoted the cruiserweight a little bit better. I think that they they had that entire talk with the Evolve at the time. And didn't they have a match on Raw or SmackDown? Who? Or even main event with the Cruiserweights? I don't recall. Didn't they have a showcase like right before the tournament? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was before or it was if it was during or after where they started to give a little glimpse in, of what they have to offer. Um, but, yeah, was Shadia in the tournament? No. No, right? she wasn't. She no, she got, wasn't. She just got signed. Yeah. Um, they they found but, her in the Dubai tryouts. Oh, gotcha. The other woman that they had, who was trained by Kali, I wasn't too impressed with. But we'll get talking about the May Young Classic at some point on the show. Are you familiar with the Kenzaro? I saw her do the competition. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm I mean I, yeah, I've, I've seen, seen her. her. Yeah, yeah, I've seen her do the American. But that's really it. Too. That's really it. I it's mean, weird, dude. First of all, whenever you hear of uh when you hear of somebody being like, Oh, this promoter not the promoter, this like wrestling school sucks, don't they always say like I can't believe they're doing moonsaults on day two? I <laughs> like. I feel like I always hear that, and then they played the video package for her, and she was like, "Oh yeah, it's only day two of training." And then they showed her doing a moonsault. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "How did they like?" I I thought like you always hear people bashing trainers for say for doing moonsaults right away. I don't but know. She, she looked pretty decent in the ring though. She was doing the bumps, the tumbles, and everything. Pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, honestly, with this uh, American Ninja Warrior woman, 
with her work ethic, if she's able to defeat and conquer a ninja course and put in that work ethic to train for one of those, I do think that she could be a good fit for the WWE. I'm curious to see what her eth- work ethic is going to – I think that her work ethic is going to get her further than anything else. Yeah, uh, she's – I guess – I mean, not that it's going to be working against her, but she's really short. Uh-huh. Well, so, Alexa Bliss is only five. Yeah, and she's less than that. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but it would be interesting – um, you know, sometimes it's fun to watch these people that you you hear of, but not in regards to pro wrestling. Then they get signed, and then they get transformed and trained into something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Nikki Bella will be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars. Do we know who her partner is, or does that not get Do announced you yet? Even know the dancers that to ask that. Uh, it's, uh, Huff and Huff. I don't, don't even think Huff either, I don't even think either of them are on the show. Oh. Anymore. I don't know. No clue. Wait. Don't they all get paired off with partners, Famous though? dancers, yeah, obviously. Yeah. They're not oh. dancing alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm curious to see, like, who but she's paired off with. But I'm saying, like, you don't even know. Like, I didn't know that they get, I didn't know that they get paired off with actual dancers though i thought that they get paired off with other competitors you thought other celebrities teamed up with other celebrities yeah david (laughs) isn't that how it used to be no oh the hoffs are are famous dancers i thought she was a famous singer she was (laughs) a singer she does sing yeah but but she was more famous because she was a dancer I can't, you just thought they teamed up two celebrities to dance with each other? Well, no, but I mean, yes, I, I did think that. And I just thought that they picked them because they were, I mean, celebrities and he was a dancer and they, whoever was their partner just got lucky. <laughs> That's. I mean, I didn't think, I never saw the show. Neither have I, but yeah. like, they don't. I thought that I've I... seen people dance together that were like two celebrities no right now the cleaning people are coming around that was really funny that you thought that you have cleaning people in your building no no outside the street cleaners oh like a street cleaner or a gardener a street cleaner they they go down this the street and clean <laughs> I know what a street cleaner is. Yeah. Um, um, moving on from that Dancing with the Stars news. Uh, well, I guess in related to that, uh, I guess we she won't be returning to WWE soon. For now, at least. I would assume the new season starts in September or something. If you're into that. So she's about to be super famous. She already I has. Hope so. I mean, they already have Total Bellas. They have Total Divas, and they have Total Bellas oh, comes back mind. this Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, never mind. What? I thought we were going on to the next subject. No, I was just in regards to Nikki Bella becoming super famous. But uh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't, I don't see that being the truth for the next thing. The next thing being Awesome Kong and other cast members from Glow are featured in Katy Perry's new video 
uh, it's an awful song. It's an absolutely awful song. But uh, the mountain. You know what? That's boy, a, that's the a good transition. Your boy, the mountain, is in it. I Terry, know. I got it. Terry Crews I, is there. Molly Shannon. Rob Gronkowski makes a, an appearance. Mojo. No, no Mojo. Uh, Gronk, you have to like really look for. He's like at one quick point, but it's it's just it's. I don't understand the song. I don't, I don't understand how Katy Perry could be like, oh, this is a great song. Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. is on the track, so it's automatically an awful song. Yeah, Nicki, she, I mean, what the best thing Nicki Minaj did was the theme song for WWE. For oh. Victoria, yeah. Yeah. But, I ain't the lady to mess with. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, so talking about awful songs, though, let, let's talk about Taylor Swift. That new song. Uh, what is it again? Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, Look What You Made Me Do. Look what you, you made me. But you can't you can't say it's an awful song if you enjoy seventy five percent of it. Okay, I enjoy. I am all right with this song outside of the chorus. Once that chorus hits, it is like listening to to fingernails on a chalkboard. It is so pitiful, awful. It is bad. It is. Just so disappointing. Everyone's like, oh, she's coming out with a new song. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? Is she going back to country? I don't know. Oh, there's a hint about this. There's a rumor about this. And then it gets dropped. And it's like, okay, okay. Uh, oh, wait, whoa. Ooh. And then you brought up the entire right said Fred. I'm too sexy. You know what? Which if is you didn't like... bring that up, that I don't, I'm curious if that would have ever came to my mind. See, I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this sounds like I am too sexy. And, and then they have writing credit on the song. Yeah, everyone that listens to that, think about it. Think about the lyrics to I'm Too Sexy during that chorus. It is 85% the same. I, I don't uh, think it – I honestly, I don't hate this song as much as I did the first time I listened to it. I, didn't, I never hated this song. It's just like I, I feel very awkward listening to I'm Too Sexy to begin with. <laughs> so hearing that same exact tune, I felt like, oh, I don't think I can listen to this song. <laughs> <laughs> but like the more and more I listen to it, I'm like becoming more and more okay with it. I don't know. I it's like, I'm, really, still, I... like I'm still a fan of Taylor Swift. I'm not going to not go see her. If I can get tickets to go see her, I'm going to go see her in concert. I'll be honest. I've she's been waiting fallen... this. I've been waiting for this for for 2 years now basically. She has fallen she has fallen off a list for me. Like she has gradually become more and more where I'm not too uh um attracted musically. In her direction. I'm not attracted musically to you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's just like... you attract me, but musically I'm unattracted yeah. to you. Not even physically, I, I don't know. I'm like, doing, um, like the glasses thing and everything, too. Like, I just, I don't think that she is... I think that she's evolved, but what she evolved into, I'm not very fond of. Yeah, she does have a few good songs, but... An entire album is I, I not too. It, I, not, it just <laughs> takes it just takes getting used to. I think for me, which I I'm like, not I'm not somebody who goes out and actively listens to pop music. But shouldn't that not be the case? Like, shouldn't you hear a song and be like right away, wow, 
this is the next number one song. Not, I, not to say the you no, know next number one song, but like there are like from 1989 when I was listening to that album when I first got it, the bonus, I mean the deluxe version uh, came with a track called New Romantics and I, I'm listening to it. I'm like, I don't understand how this, like how could this not be on the actual album? That's how good I thought that song was. And she played it. I, I did not expect her to at all play it on tour. But she played it every night on tour, and I was super satisfied with that because it's become one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. I just I was not impressed with her last tour. I'm, we I'm went, very I'm very disappointed with the fact that this CD appears to not have a deluxe album. I was like, how how could I just not? How do they not have a deluxe album? They've had it for like every. She sold out, dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> I want a Target deluxe album with more songs. Damn it! She'll put it out. At the end of the when it's coming down to the ticket lines, and she's like, "All right, if you buy this, you have a better chance of getting a ticket." It's like I was disappointed, but like stuff like that, I don't mind because it's. I think it. I I only think that's for presale. For the the whole ticket master uh-huh. thing, but I don't know. Like it could sell out during presale, maybe. I would assume so, but. I don't. I mean, like, they're not that they're having games for it, but they have like these verified fan things now come, come into play to to stop bots and to stop mm-hmm. people from scalping. If it was up to me, I would suggest that people just watch it on YouTube and don't go to tour. I mean, I, I see, thought like, that I can't. Her, I, like, I can't have a mindset was... like that unless I'm like actually busy that day, which I'll be so disappointed if I'm busy that day. I, I want to go see her. Dude, right you got now, the chalk I, on your back. Say that again? You got the chalk on your back. No, I just chalk, yeah. I just enjoy going to see her perform. I don't know. I, I, not me. The first time that we saw her, it was awesome. She had a lot of stage presence. A lot. It was a show, you know? It was, was a fearless was, tour, which I, that's like the same thing. Like, first of all, this is weird that we're even like. <laughs> but it was a concert, but it was, all, it was a Taylor concert, Taylor. but it was also like. A lot more going on. While but, the that's, last but that's time- because it was like, first of all, she was, what, what was different to you? I, I Like costume then, changes and stuff? No, no. Back then, it was a lot different. I feel like there was a lot more fun. Uh, there was a lot more going on. While with this one, I feel like it was more stagnant. It didn't do anything. I mean, she played for the crowd. I mean, she had models come out and walk a runway. I don't know what more you'd want. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think that her last no, tour was that entertaining. I I enjoyed it. I, I went. Just, I, I went think, twice. It was. <laughs> was it the worst? Was it her worst tour though that you've seen? Um, I I, I can't say worst anything though. Would if you rank them, would it be ranked last? Um, I don't know. How many times have you seen her? Eight. She's out tied. Of those, she's tied with Billy Joel. Out of those eight times, is that? Yeah, but time those eight times they had. I saw her. Yeah, twice, all of them are going to have their moments. Twice but, during Fearless, I think I saw her. Um. Twice during Fearless, twice during Speak Now, I think. I saw her, I guess, maybe twice during the Red Tour. Maybe. And then twice on 1989. 
I don't know. And I I'm, just I, ultimately, I I would prefer to go back and relive two thousand and nine all over oh. again. I would I would prefer to even have the means to travel upstate and go to the places that she played before she became like as big so, as she did. So then you do prefer the older Taylor. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not like the tour itself. I'm not saying was bad. I didn't mind the show at all. I thought the show was really good. I don't know. I thought that she had better. But it's like if I'm going to listen to Taylor Swift, I would per- like if you said you could only listen to one Taylor Swift album ever again, I would pick Fearless, which is 2009. I would mm-hmm. pref- I, or 2008 the album came out, I believe. Yeah, I would, I would, I would go self-titled or but I, I want, I really, I was, I really wish I could have gotten to shows prior to, like when she was just opening for Kenny Chesney or something. Uh huh. I wish I could have seen shows like that. I know people who went upstate to to go see her. Mm-hmm. It's a, but. I don't, I don't she, know. She but... was playing the the fair circuit, and Kenny Chesney wasn't even. Kenny Chesney wasn't even big enough to come to New York by us until maybe 2009. I think when we went. Yeah. That was I his first that, New York. I think uh, so, too. He might uh, have had MetLife Stadium once, but I, no, probably not. I, yeah, probably no, not. We saw him, yeah, we saw him before Met, uh, before he was able to do like a stadium tour. But just to go for full circle, I really don't – like, okay – I know I said before one thing, but she is attractive in the video. She's a, she's uh, she has she has a physical draw to her, but and she's doing especially because she's doing like more of a dark side now, and but it's I, a huge I bam roasted to Kanye West and Kim Kardashian in the in the in the music in the song. She says that she doesn't like his tilted stage. That's what Kanye had on his tour. Yeah, but what does that really mean? Oh, yo, yo, I, I don't like your tilted stage. I, oh, take I, that. Oh, <laughs> oh, she yeah. doesn't like your tilted stage. Oh, my God. I can't believe she went there. I don't know really? why you're so pissed off at this. What does that do? I don't know why you're so pissed. <laughs> I mean, what does that do? Maybe it's because you're 30 and she's almost 30 that the age difference, you're, you're older and wiser. Uh, maybe I mean I just don't I don't I feel like that's like some like a, an insult from elementary school. That's like maybe she's I, saying Kanye West. Kanye West <laughs> is a child. Maybe that's I mean, just maybe there's a deeper meaning to everything. But then I mean I, I can't believe that we went on a half hour tangent on Taylor Swift just now. I do. I do. <laughs> Can we talk about that music video though? It was awesome. The music video was awesome. The music video I marked out big time for. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, the music video was really... Yeah, it had like Old Country Taylor in it. It had from the Red Tour. It had from uh, You Belong With Me. All, all different forms uh, of Taylor Swift interacting with each other. Hilarious. Which I'm, I'm shocked that they never like marketed or sold of... of uh, Junior Jules t-shirt. What's that? The shirt that she wears in the You Belong With Me video. Like the camp t-shirt. Oh. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, that. I think that the music video was, was really good, really well done. But 
still, I'm going to go back to it. That chorus, that chorus is awful. Until I listen to it another 200 times, I'm like, wow, that is the best. Yeah, you're going to flip. One day, I'm telling you, one day you're like, holy hell, I can't believe I ever hated this song. I'm going to, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, Brandon, I told, I was a fan the entire time. <laughs> right. That's the yeah. time where I, I disagreed with you and I said that I don't think that I'm a fan of it, but I never said I wasn't and that I hated it. But you have, you mark my word, I hate that chorus. <laughs> Next time we hang out, I'm singing it probably. Yeah, dude, it gets stuck in your head. Yeah. But, all right. That was the T Swift uh, show, podcast. And we'll be right back here. No, we just got more. Um, Mike Kanellis. So there was a lot of rumors going around speculating that he, that WWE is disappointed in his appearance. He came in with a little bit of extra weight. I didn't believe it. I don't think you believed it either. No, I don't think if, it was he came in with a little extra weight. They said he was out of shape. Yeah, but that's what I assume that out of shape means. Right, but that's not – I mean here it could mean out of shape as in he was just taking pain pills, prescription drugs. I I guess. you. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Again, that's. I don't know if that's the case. I thought I thought he's, he was clean and then she posted – that he was addicted to this stuff, mm -hmm. and I guess he was starting rehab, but I don't understand because he works SmackDown. That's right. I, I think that it was that he completed rehab. I think I don't think it was and that then, he was starting. And then, like this was his absolute first week clean. Yeah, I don't think that it was he was starting. I think that he already completed rehab. Um, well, definitely but, all the best of luck to him, and I hope yeah. Uh, I, I never – I hate seeing people go through stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I, we would, I'm, I'm happy to see him still being booked and stuff and uh, hopefully everything goes well, you know. Yeah. Seems like he has a strong support system, especially with uh, his wife. And hopefully the WWE is um, going to work uh, alongside and help him out through everything, you know. Yeah, so, now just hopefully he gets pushed and like actually does stuff on the main roster. Yeah, instead of picking up losses to like Aiden English, you know. But uh, did that? So even, did that ever happen? I thought it did. I thought it did. Maybe not. Um, oh, maybe that was Sami Zayn. Uh, WWE 2K18. They had more roster reveal. This time they announced the Authors of Pain with Paul Ellering, Alexa Bliss, Apollo Crews, Asuka. Big, Big cast. cast. Yeah, they got Carmella, Cedric Alexander making his debut, Chad Gable, Chris Jericho, Dana Brooke, and Finn Balor. They have the Demon Balor, which I'm so confused about because the attire that they have for Balor, the Demon Balor, the only thing that I could find on the internet that's close was SummerSlam this year. Mm -hmm. Which, I, I mean, the, the sash should be on the other side of his hip if that's actually from SummerSlam. I have a feeling that they may have just went off on their own and created their own envision. No, there's of, no way. And then he showed up and he wore almost the exact same thing. 
What? Like maybe, Wait, so maybe they saying, knew. Maybe they knew you, during WrestleMania time. Like they wanted. Like what will your next demon attire be? Or maybe and they just they created it and they just created something with him. There's no, but there's I don't. There's no Instead way of what is it going to be? They may have created it alongside him, saying like, "Hey, what do you think of this, this, and this?" Yeah, dude, I I'm like I'm so confused by it because normally the the whole cutoff for everything is WrestleMania. So, to have something that just literally took place last weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. My brain's not computing that. I, yeah, I don't know. It is a conundrum. Like right now, of all the attires that we've seen, his is the that's like the most up to date attire. So if there's going to be other ones, well, we'll have to wait and see. But I don't like. It could just be like, oh, what will the next Demon Balor be? Because the previous Balor was on the the one in last year's game was Texas NXT takeover Dallas where the Texas chainsaw massacre uh-huh the one the last demon Balor that we saw was at SummerSlam last year where I think he had like the whole the dragon entrance jacket thing I hope that he has a bunch of attires honestly I don't know why he doesn't I was like demon should be its own entity of a character, you know, like how you have some characters have different attires for well, different like. Um, Are you meaning like how Mick Foley was one spot and Cactus Jack was another? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Or did they get rid of that? that? No, they didn't. I mean, I don't know if they had. It was different last year, but I don't think you're right with with saying that. I think that because you, I don't I think, think that especially the, if you treat it as a different wrestler, no, it's the way. same person. Yeah, but they're still, the same well, still moves. Stick Foley and Cactus Jack. That's completely different. That's a I don't different. Think so. that's a, he had different stats. There was a different, completely not completely. So you different. Could, I think that you could up the stats for the demon. There was a different move set. I think that you could up the stats for the demon. No, I don't agree with that. But well, then I, I think, well, I think that they should have different attires for him. Yeah, I was very disappointed how last year's game. I was like, of course they're going to include the first demon Balor that was in the game. And then the the game comes around, comes out, and there's just the one from Dallas. I like. I think they should have a lot. At least there should be at least three or four Demon Balor attires. Yeah, I agree with you. But how many slots do you have? It's unlimited. It just it doesn't. It's not going to take up. A oh, you don't have just four slots. No, it's like not no tire? mercy. No. Okay. They had Ultimate Warrior in the past had like nine attire slots. Oh, wow. And for whatever reason, they took them all out of the game, and it pisses me off when they do that because it makes no sense why like why they take the attires out. Same thing with Macho Man. He had a bunch of gears. Uh, Christian had a bunch that got taken out. Randy Orton had a bunch that got taken out. All right, so then, I, so then now that Mark I know Henry that it's not too. just like four slots per character, then yeah, keep theming with Finn Balor, but I... I would like right. to see that, like, Texas Chainsaw, see yeah, absolutely. his and then, media, like, he, all of them, you know? And it's like, it, it doesn't make sense because if you can have, in the same slot, you could have Balor have his regular entrance and then Demon Balor have another entrance. There's no reason why there can't be a third spot with a third entrance. Yeah. There's, maybe, I don't... maybe there's not, like, a possibility of them doing that, but 
they sh- I I feel like that could be done. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be intriguing to see what comes out of this uh, video game, though. There's still a lot that could be unfolded and announced. They don't have uh, what is it? A season, uh, not a season the pass. Showcase. Yeah, showcase. So they say there could still like maybe there will be, but I don't know. Normally we've. Last year's we only had the Hall of Fame showcase, which it sucked that that was the only one. But uh, maybe there's going to be another mode or something, or they just did some super focusing on other modes. Mm-hmm. I'm still hoping we'll get people from this Hall of Fame class in this game. Yeah, uh, that's I... why I was hoping for a, a showcase because with Beth Phoenix, I'm assuming you would have had Kelly Kelly. Mm-hmm. So. Meh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, where did we leave off? So we got... We were at Jason, Jason Jordan, Jimmy Garvin, Johnny Gargano making the cut. Kevin Owens making the cut, obviously. Lex Luger, Macho Man Randy Savage, Michael P.S. Hayes, Mick Foley, Miss Jacqueline, Mr. Perfect, Neville Nia Jax. You got Razor Ramon, The Revival, Ric Flair, Rick Martel, who was rumored to have been supposed to, supposed to be in the Hall of Fame showcase last year against Stan Hansen. And then for whatever reason, Stan Hansen wasn't in the game, so they took out Rick Martel. I believe he's in the, the credits for it, for his theme song or something. Mm-hmm. But Rick Martel's in this year. They got Rick Rude, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Rikishi, you got Roderick Strong making his debut. You got Rusev. Um, Samoa Joe, TM61, TJP, Tommaso Champa, Ty Dillinger, and Vader. Which, I'm really uh, happy that like some of these guys like Str- Roderick Strong and TM61 made it. TM61, definitely, that was a huge surprise. I wasn't expecting them. Yeah, I guess. Awesome. Well, they, I probably, mean, they had their moves in last year, I think. So, well, they probably also expected them. Like in the beginning of the year, they probably expected them to be a lot further along than well, the injury setback. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? No. Uh, you yes. Know which one it is it. with the long yeah. hair? Um, where did I see on, on the during SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. During SummerSlam, uh, I kind of I watched that entire video. I was entertained by it. Yeah. Um, they were playing air hockey with all these NX, well, yeah, I guess performance center wrestlers and, uh, soon to be NXT. I couldn't believe how long his hair got. Yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. Uh, what were you going to say before that? Do you remember? With what? Uh, the game. When we got the well, data. I said that their moves are in the game. Oh. Um, I, I think their, their moves were in last year. As like right. DLC. Yeah. Um, just to make note, uh, you mentioned... Uh, Hall of Fame wise, there's rumors of Batista being inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, for next year. Right. So that would be kind of interesting. I do you agree or too soon. I'm always one of those people that <laughs> I'd rather delay, like like Beth Phoenix, like some of these wrestlers that that just retired are or within the past like three to five years retired, and now they're being inducted. I, I'm not a fan of that. I think yeah, that it should be because it's, it's Brock Lesnar, Batista, John Cena, Randy Orton were a class. Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> and it's like, sh- should they really get inducted right now? Like, I feel like there's something. Like, like, maybe you like, want to build off I, of I, Infinity I, War or something. But... 
I don't. I don't, I don't even agree with uh, Edge being. I mean, I think well, he was inducted. He got inducted right after. away because of his injury. Yeah, but Eddie I don't. Guerrero agree with got that. inducted right away because he passed away. Yeah, I, I agree with Guerrero, but I don't agree with Edge. I still think that I feel like it's going to be one of those things that as you get down the line, there's going to be less and less wrestlers of the past to induct. Then we're going to be get, going into those Virgil characters to induct them. And it's going to be in Coco Beware's. It's going to be, all right, let's go to the guys that were on TV. Maybe they had a title run. And we'll induct them because we don't have anybody else from the Attitude Era. Are you saying – oh, from the Attitude Era. I was going to say well, – are, yeah. are you saying Tatanka shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't uh, – I don't know. I, I want to say no. I want to say no to Tatanka. I want to say that there is a lot more wrestlers out there that should be inducted before Tatanka. Name one. Name one? Uh, let's go with Natural Disasters. Number two. Does that work? I mean, if that's what your feelings were. Right? Earthquake's not inducted. No. Yeah, I would go with uh, natural disasters or just uh, Tenta. Just go with uh, Earthquake. Golga? They would have to match in Golga, though, right? Yeah, they would mention Golga. I don't think they would. What about <laughs> uh, maybe even someone like King Kong Bundy? I, I would think before Tatanka. I mean, if you think that. Why, do you? I have no thoughts, really. I don't know. I feel like the, I do you agree with me with the people are being inducted too soon? I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't. Have... I disagree with Edge with you. Okay. But, like, next what, year. Like Beth Phoenix. Yeah, Beth Phoenix. I didn't understand why she was so soon, but. Like, I, I get it if. Um, I, I, I just can't get it, you know? The only get I, I, I do, get I thought is that, that for I the mean, Beth Phoenix. Actor. Say that again for the what factor? The draw factor. Like yeah. you're going to be able to sell tickets to like you're going to be able well, to sell That's what I'm saying. Like for, for next year, Kirk. like they could try to tie the Hall of Fame in with Infinity Wars with, with Batista. Drex. But yeah. I don't – I that's way too – like if Batista gets in before The Rock, there's something wrong there. But at least Batista hasn't really been – Yeah, he's been since 2014 or whatever. I mean and then Rey Mysterio Jr., uh, also could be a but famer. to induct someone like Randy Orton, if Randy Orton retired tomorrow and he gets inducted next year or even the year after, that would be too soon for me. That's so uh, you're saying the same thing with Batista, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I'd rather see some time uh, dispersed in between. But I understand that they want to. It's going to be easier to sell a ticket if you tell me that. All right, hypothetically. Um, if you want to sell tickets, next year's class, Rob Van Dam, Rey Mysterio, New Jack. I'm, just, I'm trying kidding. to think of uh, – RVD uh, and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio could be the, the head of the class. RVD could be in it too. He's a big name. Mm-hmm. There's, There's still, just so there, many – There are names out there that could be in the Hall of Fame that like – I think they're inducting too many people. I don't. I don't think so. Like, you know, it's, all of the classes do have a fairly amount of uh, large people. Do you think that, like, back in the day, they used to only induct, like, three to five here and there? They didn't really have these back in the day. 
Yeah, the but that's the thing. Were, I think the classes more, were big as soon as they started doing these in I don't, 2004. I, I also don't know if I like the big classes. I, Wrestle, I think, WrestleMania 20. I think it means more. I, I understand that they want to grow the Hall of Fame quickly, but I don't think that uh, oversaturating it too quickly is the way to go about it. I it has to be over time. I don't think it's oversaturating, though. Well, I think that with the oversaturation includes – inducting people too soon to give more of a draw factor to the hall of fame as opposed to waiting five, five to 10 years and then inducting someone and saying, Oh, it was long overdue or whatever. I mean, heck yeah. I don't know. Um, also Ric Flair, uh, they gave an update. He is doing a lot better. He is still, uh, he's still managing health condition. But he is out of critical condition, uh, and he's he's doing well. WWE has finally given us more updates, which and they interviewed, they spoke to Charlotte Flair about him, uh, which makes me even think um, can cl- conclude that he is doing a lot better. Because if he wasn't doing well, I, I can't see them actually airing anything with him or talking to Charlotte Flair, right? Yeah, yeah I don't. I agree. With so, that. what do you mean? Like, I agree that oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some indie results on the twenty fourth. What are we at? An hour and forty five, and we're finally getting to indie. <laughs> we're at an hour twenty four. <laughs> hour twenty four. Um, twenty four minutes. Strictly Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. actually, probably the hour. No. Uh, any results on the 24th, NYWC, Hotter Than Hell, took place. NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Everyone should go check them out. Alvin Alvarez defeated Spider. Mike Verna picked up the victory over Alexander James, Angelo Andrews, DJ Hyde, El Futuro, and Talon. BCW, heavyweight title on the line. Mike Orlando successfully defeated and defended his title against Joe Gacy. Mike Orlando, I keep on saying, keep an eye on him. Brad Benson picked up the victory over Jesse Vane and GIT. And why do we see Fusion title line? Big O successfully retains against Papa Don. Bill Carr teaming up with Bull James to defeat Alex Reynolds and Blake Morris. Uh, Bill Carr and Bull James were definitely one of my favorite tag teams on the independent scene that I wish went further. That I, I was wish that I wish got like signed together to WWE as a tag team. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm really happy to see the two of them tagging together again. Like, uh, no, no offense to Dan Barry because I like I like Team Tremendous also, but Smith James and uh, or Bull James now and Bill Carr was like yeah yeah a powerhouse you know. Uh, J-Red picked with the victory over Anthony LaSera and C.J. Benson. Mike Mondo defeated Kasim Rana, and then he defeated Bin Hamin, too. Yeah. Uh, Beer Belly Bandits picked with the victory over Johnny Radke, Mr. A, and Tyler Murphy. For the NYWC Starlet Championship, Willow Nightingale successfully retained that title against Tasha Steeles. The extra... Uh, Yes, sorry. Yeah, the extricated picked up the victory over Misada, Matramon, and Stockade. Did you almost say Tanaka? No, no, no. no. I, I just started thinking about my wording, and then when I was thinking about it, it kind of like stumbled a little. Yeah. Sorry. It so happened. some upcoming 
upcoming independent wrestling shows on the 8th of September in Hicksville, Long Island. Create a Pro presents Feeding Time. Uh, check it out. Follow Bob will be taking on Smart Mark Sterling. The Cab Tag Team title on the line. Massage Envy's going to defend against the Beaver Boys and Breakfast Club. Kai Katana teaming up with Grammar Cop and Mike Beatty to take on KM from Global Force Wrestling, Kevin Matthews, uh, Kyle Reynolds, and Fighter Cat. Kevin Timms is going to take on Swaggle. Did you see the promo for this? No. <laughs> Swaggle cut a video calling, he thought it was going to be a midget wrestling match. Uh-huh. I guess Kevin Tibbs is a short, shorter person, just not That's a midget, funny. but yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, Bryce Donovan will be taking on Michael Jacob Friedman. Uh, uh, as, yeah. What? No, keep going. As well as Ryan Rush and Delroy in a fatal four-way. You have Chris Statlander taking on uh, Izzy McKenna, Casey Cattell, and the guest ref is going to be none other than Sonny. I know you want me. Ry- I know you want me. Okay, relax there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Ryback will be taking on Bear Bronson. Um, and you have the number one contendership on the line, Johnny Clash, taking on Max Caster. Yeah. So go check them out, Create a Pro Wrestling. Also, if you're looking to train as a pro wrestler, go check out Create a Pro or NYWC. Great promotions over there. Or yeah, um, Create a Pro New Jersey, Wrestle Pro New Jersey. On yeah, the, the 9th pro. of September, Wrestle Pro taking place in Rahway, New Jersey. You have Bobby Lashley taking on Cole Cabana. Right back, taking on AR Fox. Joey Janela taking on Tommy Dreamer. Congratulations to Joey Janela on making the number one spot in PWI 500 list. Yeah, also congrats to Joey Janela for uh, making Bola, which oh, is yeah, pretty which awesome. is going on right now. Yeah, yeah, he he's gonna he is competing in PWG Bola uh, this weekend, and that's gonna be. His debut with Bola, and we cannot wait to find PWG, out. You mean, huh? With Is PWG. it that what I said? You said with Bola. Oh yeah, <laughs> PWG. Uh, yeah, it's. I cannot with the competitors that they have listed. I cannot wait to find out the the results to see the preview and hopefully get a glimpse of the DVD at some point. Uh, following that, you have KM taking on Johnny Clash in a cage match. You have Pat Buck taking on Danny Moth. You got the WrestlePro tag team titles on the line. CPA and Habib, the champs, taking on Apple Core. And you're going to be seeing... Hey, I said it. Yes, you I did. I said it. You're going to be seeing the I, Heavenly I, Bodies take on Follow Ba and Mario Bokaras. Swaggle's also going to be there. Uh, I just want to say that it's awesome always watching Impact Wrestling and seeing those three. It like blows me away when I get to see them on TV. It makes me feel very happy. And proud like when when Pop TV is tweeting gifts of Fala. Yeah, it's like damn. It's yeah. kind of. I will admit there are moments where I'm seeing it and I'm like, damn. I wish that Heavenly Bodies were there. Yeah, I wish they were there too. But maybe you know, in time. In maybe. time, I mean, now you have them taking a lot of more people, like the Chris brothers, who are doing awesome over there. Yeah. Um, they yeah, just, they I mean, just wrestled Fala and Mario. Yeah, picked up an awesome victory. Uh, WSU. It's like I just, I just wish when I was like, I wish I was part of Global Force Wrestling so I could like be a booker and be like, this needs to happen. Like we're we're gonna, 
Yeah. <laughs> like we like I want Global Force so badly to secure the rights to that theme song that Mario used on the indies. Oh, I know. And and build him up to be like who I, who who do I buy more as a world champion? Do I buy Mario Bokura or Eli Drake more? Mario. So there like All the, about I, Mario. like when Del Rio was champion, I was like you could easily write Bokura to just like beat Del Rio. He's got lots in the arm bar or whatever. But yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, we we thought Mario was really amazing, especially when he started feuding with Danny Muff. Where we were like, it, it had to happen at some point, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm very happy for all of their success and even the success of the promotion and. All, all the promotions are getting a lot more, you know? WSU on the 9th, King and Queen, Voorhees, New Jersey. You have Maria Manic and Penelope Ford taking on the Sinister Sweethearts. The WSU World Championship will be on the line. The champion Mercedes Martinez will be taking on Jordan Grace. King and Queen 2017 tournament first round match. Dave Chris and Isla Dawn taking on Greg Excellent and Leva Bates. On the ninth, also taking place, Voorhees, New Jersey. CZW down with the sickness. You're going to be seeing a Chris Cash Memorial Ladder Tag Team match. Dave McCall teaming up with Nate Carter to take on the private party. You got CZW wired title on the line. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the champion, taking on Ace Romero. Jimmy Lloyd taking on Sammy Callahan. Alex Galone taking on Danny Havoc. Taking place also the ninth uh, in Austin, Texas, Wrestle Circus, Texas versus the World. Uh, you're gonna be seeing Jordan Lennox uh, taking on JT Dunn, Flip Gordon, and uh, Trey Miguel. Keith Lee taking on Scorpio Sky. Sammy Guevara taking on Jay White, and uh, all the proceeds from this event, including the the, the tips and donations they get from their Twitch stream will be going towards Harvey Relief. Yeah, which is really, really awesome to see uh, them doing that. Um, and all the support for everything with the Harvey Relief is really awesome. Yeah. Um, in regards to Twitch, uh, in, in addition to Russell Circus, also congratulations to Ignite Wrestling. Long overdue congratulations because they have reached an agreement to air their product on Twitch as well. So make sure you check out Russell Circus and check out um, Ignite Wrestling too over on Twitch. Uh, I'll definitely be trying to check this out on Twitch with the Wrestle Circus on the night though. Yeah. So. Uh, and right now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back here on Mark It Out. Mark It Out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your hero, Chris Hero, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 343. Uh, let's move on to some sports entertainment. And talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicked off with Miz and the Miz Siraj in the ring. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out, announces a battle royal to see who number one contender will be for the Intercontinental Championship. Battle Royal was won by Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Other people in the match, you had Apollo Crews, The Miz, Taraj, Kurt Hawkins, Elias, uh, Finn Balor, Goldust, 
Jason Jordan, The Club, Matt Hardy, R-Truth, and The Big Show were also, they were there. Can um, we just talk about a clean, well, no, 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 shaven, no, no. big I show? Can't, I can't. I can't because that clean, doesn't. Clean, shaven, King Kong Bundy, big show. That that was the biggest thing of the Battle night? Royal. Um, not of the night, but of, I don't know. definitely I, of I the thought Battle there's Royal. A, I thought there was a few uh, cool spots in this Battle Royal. But no, no, no. That was the biggest, like, I can't focus on this match because big show is clean shaven. <laughs> He, I, he's he's had to have been clean clean shaven like that before though no, no, never. Ever? I don't believe he's ever been clean shaven like that. Like I, never on top two. I, never bearded. You know, never, what? I'm gonna disagree with that. Never chin and hair. I, I don't believe so. He used to have short hair, but never clean bit. But, Let's see. Oh, yeah, here he's got a goatee on here. Yeah, he's had either facial or a small, like, kind of crew cut-ish. But there's a few other spots I really liked. I like the Bullet Club tease with Finn Balor in the club. Yeah, that was – they eliminated uh, Big Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, going into this, ma- into this match, you'd have to assume – Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Yeah, going into the match, though, you'd have to assume that Jason Jordan was going to pick up the victory here. Um, but when I started to see, like the Hardy Boys, they did tag moves like once, maybe. Yeah, I like the aspect of the tag teams working in here. But when you started to see them not working together, I just assumed Jeff Hardy was going to win. When, oh, when, I, you saw, I when you saw the club doing work against Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy was nowhere to be found there to like save Matt Hardy from that process, uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a match where Jeff Hardy wins. Well, what about the fact that everyone loves Kurt Hawkins so much that they decided to carry him, celebrating, and placing him outside of the ring for him? Yeah, which uh, I thought that was really awesome. Looked really cool in slow mo. Yeah, did, that did looked you see, really Did cool. you see the slow mo version of this match? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a really cool clip. Um, it also, it, it made wrestling look like a movie and like real. Yeah. Like really uh, cool you, you mentioned the Hardys in the club. Like I really like Matt Hardy battling with the club on the apron. I thought that Matt, was a nice Matt Hardy? exchange. Yeah, Matt Hardy. I thought that was a nice exchange where he uh, like sidestepped or whatever. He moved and he got – I think he threw um, Anderson, Anderson into the turnbuckle. Yeah, like there was a nice aspect with them working together. I like uh, I, I like Jason Jordan eliminating Mistaraj. Well, with Jason Jordan, there was that one spot where he, it looked like he nearly broke uh, Jeff Hardy's ankle unintentionally. I don't, I didn't notice. It was just poor positioning by Jeff Hardy. He didn't realize what was going on. Um, it was a spot where he did the moon, the backflip off of the the uh, top rope. He did the back you, – you know that spot I'm talking about? I, I don't. It was where – I forgot who was doing the move, but they uh, – it was a tag team move and Jason Jordan put both his ro- uh, feet on the top rope and proceeded to do a backflip. When he did that backflip, Jeff Hardy was rolling uh, like pretty much right in that direction and nearly got his ankles stomped on when Jason Jordan landed that backflip. It was just Jason Jordan didn't see behind him, and Jeff Hardy didn't see what they were doing. And he just nearly crushed his ankle, which would have been awful. Um, 
And, and then you had Bray Wyatt coming yeah. out and eliminating Finn Balor, which uh, I, I just... First of all, it doesn't make sense to have the Demon Balor go against Bray Wyatt and then Bray Wyatt loses to Demon Balor if this no was continuing. Uh, I just I just hope that they mention Extreme Rules. I, but there's no point. When you do Demon, Demon Balor versus Bray Wyatt again. There's no point. It just doesn't make sense at this point. So, yeah, I really hope they don't do Demon Balor versus Bray Wyatt again. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Hopefully something happens with their feud that separates the two of them and puts Bray Wyatt in one direction and Balor in the other, you know? Yeah, but they definitely need to start mentioning the, the Extreme Rules. Like, I'm taking everybody out of Extreme Rules. Yeah, well... Talking about separating people, Enzo separated from Big Cass and made his 205 Live debut last week. And now this week on Raw, taking on Noam Dar. Uh, Noam Dar, he picked up the victory. Uh, over no, no. no, Enzo picked up the victory. Which um, I, I, I liked first before the match started, Enzo announced Noam Dar. Yeah. I Noam liked Dar. that, but like this match, it didn't really do anything to elevate either of them i thought that like i don't think it was like noam dar was carrying him it didn't look like a good introduction to the cruiserweight division for enzo i thought enzo looked really poor in this it didn't look like i mean it just showed me that he couldn't fit with 205 live but in the same sense maybe he can though like there's still like there's different styles yeah but he doesn't have that speed you don't need speed though it's Look like, at every who who on that roster for two hundred five doesn't have speed. I mean, they all have that quick aspect. Like, that, what kind of quickness are you looking for? Like chain wrestling wise, like how um, quickly they chain Kendrick? wrestle. Yeah, but they 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 chain wrestle so quickly. Enzo doesn't have that chain wrestling uh, quick maneuver foot skills. I, like he, I think I think they're. Gonna I, be I all think that. that Styles to that division. I don't know. That's what I took out of this match is that he won't be able to hang with these guys. Not everything. Let's, not everything has to be lucha libre. No. Well, it, I, I'm not saying lucha libre. I'm just saying chain wrestling. I I don't think that he'll be able to. But let's see what happens. I he messed up the finish. They eat the feet yeah. uh, that he did. It didn't look good at all. He totally slipped off of his mark. You know. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a good showing, unfortunately, but. So, up next, you had Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman out there speaking about Braun Strowman. Um, and that was all it was. Yeah, Lesnar said he had three words for Braun Strowman. Yeah, Super that was the main City. takeaway. Uh, I, I think I think it did a good job, though, to build up Braun Strowman. Yeah, Paul, I was fine with Paul it. was like, I don't believe in monsters, but I believe Braun is one. Yeah. I thought that they really hyped him well. Surprised that there was no Braun on the show at all. Yeah. Was surprised at that aspect. Um, next up, you had Cesaro taking on Rollins. Um, good match. I mean, you have the, the term like the, they're God. always these two always put on a great match. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose attacks Sheamus at the outside of the ring, causing kind of a distraction for Seth Rollins and Cesaro p- to pick up a quick victory. Which I didn't mind that, like, distraction over there. Like, Sheamus went to sweep Rollins' legs, and then he jumped over it, causing Ambrose to 
take Sheamus yeah. out. And then Cesaro rocked Seth with that uppercut, which I thought was really good. Now, what do you think about this next match? Ambrose picked up the victory against Sheamus. Sheamus, before that, got on the mic, and he was just like, well, now we're going to have a match. I mean, there was that point of the stat- stretch muffler into the powerbomb that I liked, but then what do you think about the end? Well, I thought you were asking me about the, the first part in general. No, uh, no. About Sheamus challenging Ambrose, which I liked. Yeah, I liked that too. Um, what was the, the end spot was... Should, Where, should should Seth Rollins should have should he have cheated? Should he have, or and should if he got him caught? Like my only my only question there was that like should the Shield be cheating to win these matches? I think yes. I like I like the spot, but I should they I, have should they have cheated? That's the thing. I don't like this. All right, I think that they should have cheated. Like I like the actual like double team maneuver of the the actual the move itself that they performed. I that's the thing. I like the aspect that they. I don't even see it as cheating, really. It was it's cheating. Just, no, that was a hundred percent cheating. Okay, but all right, they went so behind they the referee's back and then went okay, into okay, the okay. referee's view. But they cheated. But I am a okay that they cheated. They never claimed to be straight edge. Uh, people. Plus, it's a if you can do this, we can do this too, and beat you at your own game. But also, the thing that I don't like is that Seth Rollins ran to get out of the ring, yeah, right in front leaves of the, the ring, right in front of the ref. I mean, like in the same sense, like the referees saw Rollins get into the ring to begin with. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. And you know, he stops Cesaro from getting into the ring. Yeah, but calls- then. So, but then he turns around and he sees he sees the move happen, and I don't know if he actually sees the full move. He sees Rollins getting out of the ring though. Quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think that if it was Rollins, I, I he should have went behind the ref. Like, where else are like, you landing though? He's the only place he landed was in front of the ref. I you he know have, the referee could have to have been further, or they should have done the move in a different corner. I, yeah, I think they should have done the move maybe in a different corner. But I have to say, the move that I liked in this match the most was that stretch muffler that Sheamus was doing to Ambrose, where Ambrose like did a crunch, a sit-up into the power bomb, power bomb formation. <laughs> yeah, I and agree. I thought that was a cool power spot. Bomb. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was a nice spot. Um, yeah. Up this, next. Yeah. You want to move on? Uh, yeah, take it. Emma was backstage bragging about trending on Twitter last week, and Mickey James uh, made a bet with Emma that if she won the match, she could never say that she was the one that started the women's revolution again. And Emma was like, if you lose, then you have to tweet something out. Uh, and then yeah. Emma defeated Mickey James. Don't think there's ever been a matchup with this stipula- uh, stipulation. <laughs> Probably no, uh, probably not. No, <laughs> but I, um, I hope this is the first in a long winning streak for Emma. I which, agree with you. Full circle. What I was going to say earlier is, uh, perhaps this could lead to a page return. She well, was, she was another woman that started the the women's revolution, the divas revolution. But then, okay, but then you put a full stop to Emma. No, no, no. How it could just be like a dominant, like they're teamed up. Or oh, so you're saying put them together? Yeah, or or it's it could gonna, be separate also, where like if it's Emma, separate, Peach has to go over, and then what happens to Emma? Well, no, you just have Emma being built up, built up, built up. 
I I started the women's revolution. I started the women's revolution. Paige's music hits. I started the women's revolution. And, and then, then, then they feud. And who wins? I I mean, obviously, I would assume Paige there, but exactly. So then, isn't that kind of detrimental to Emma? I mean, in what way? What are you What are you doing with Emma? Because then, because then, what happens to her? I mean, you just wiped out her new gimmick. Now you're at Emma with a clean slate, which is bad, Emma. Yeah, but it's not. I'm not. Look, it, this feud's not going to happen over the course of a week. I don't know. I don't know if I'm down with that. I like the idea of them being a team, like a, a duo together more than anything. Um, with this match, though, there was one part where Emma, like, it, it just, it, with that swinging neck breaker, it's like Emma jumped, like she had to double, like it was just weird. It looked like she jumped too soon or something like that. Where it just looked like it could have been dangerous. It, it, it almost became an actual neckbreaker. Well, luckily it didn't. Yeah. Up next, you had John Cena and Roman Reigns uh, for a contract signing. Kurt Angle, I mean, basically stood out there as a statue. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, he really wasn't needed here. I mean, live crowd. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Kurt Angle in a position like this instead of just being on the entrance ramp to introduce John Cena yeah. last week, but what are you going to do? What you going to do? So they had the contract signing for their match at No Mercy. Uh, I mean, they broke the fourth wall here. I think there could have also been another way to build up a tag team match between them. Yeah. Rather than just the club coming out and being like, hey, wait a minute, where are the club? But I thought this segment was hot. I agree with you. There was so much to like from Cena saying you're corporate, you're a corporately, uh, corporately created Cena bootleg to call it, and then Reigns calling him a part timer and how he's burying people. But then Cena, which going John through- Cena agreed that he's a part timer, which like, oh my god, is John Cena taking steroids? <laughs> I think that it was cool because it was like Cena thugonomics kicked into gear because then he goes into saying how congratulations it took you five years to cut a halfway decent promo like i was just like which it's funny that like the first time roman reign said the b word was perfectly fine Mm -hmm. and then they he said it again and it got bleeped is this like was this good for roman reigns to kind of like have cena pretty much trample all over him is there any problem with this? I don't know. Like, does it make Roman Reigns look any weaker? Like, I don't, I, like, I don't know if Roman Reigns was, like, trying to remember script. Uh-huh. Or if that was just, like, completely scripted like that and we're just all marks and we buy into... Well, of course it was scripted like that. No, not of course. Why wouldn't it be we're, scripted we're, like... Oh, scripted. John Cena, you break the fourth wall and say Roman Reigns... Yeah, why not? You can't remember your lines properly. Why, why was the problem with all this? You think that all of this was off of uh, improvised? That's a 100% a possibility. I don't, I don't think so. Oh, we're, like, we're going to script Roman Reigns to forget his lines and then have John Cena call him out for that? I, I don't think that was improvised at all. Okay. Um, 
Just I like mean, you, you, I mean, you maybe also believe that fight. Conor McGregor versus Mayweather was a real fight, so. Yeah. Uh, next up to this led into John Cena teaming with Roman Reigns to pay, take on the club. Which, like, uh, I just, I wish this showed more dysfunction between Cena and Reigns. Yeah, there was like really they even, not much takeaway. Like, it, it ended with them looking like a solid tag team. Which isn't what I want to see. Which you want to see it? I don't want to see it. Oh. Like, they called, I, I forget who said it on commentary, but like, they were like, oh my god, this is like anything you could do, I could do better, but, and then... I think Core Graves is like, I don't think so. It looks more like we're a dominant tag team. Something like that. Because, dude, they ended with John Cena hitting the attitude adjustment at the same exact time Roman Reigns hit the spear. That, like, that's 100%. Like, that's something I could see a tag team. Like, it just made them look like they should be challenging the Shield for the tag titles. Yeah, they don't like it. They did it show like, oh, this, did it say, oh. John Cena should be facing off against Roman Reigns. That the build up it makes no sense. Last week it made no sense. This week it makes no sense. Nah, I'm I agree. Call, I'm calling somebody out because of Twitter, and then nah. that leads to them being like the best tag team on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> well, next up you had Elias crowd walking with Elias putting on a little concert, only to be interrupted. Well, he was, kind of, he was kind of putting down Memphis. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Jerry Lawler was on commentary because Booker T couldn't get out uh, due to Houston. And Jerry Lawler introduced a legend of sorts to come out and stand up for the city of Memphis, Tennessee, that being Pelvis Wesley. Which uh, I don't think it went over as much in the arena as it did in my house. In your house, as in like, with you? As in me, yeah, I popped big time to see that. Uh-huh. But uh, Elias dropped dropped him. And yeah. maybe Frantic Frank should have been there to also get dropped. So. But what did you, uh, you think of that segment? Have Having Southpaw Regional Wrestling come to life on WWE television. I was fine with it. I didn't see a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, main event of the evening, you had Alexa Bliss pick up the victory over Sasha Banks for the Women's Championship. Um, so disappointing. So disappointing because you set it up in Brooklyn last week. I would have 100% liked to have been here for this match. I thought this match was great. I, I, don't, know, I don't understand why it took place this week instead of last week. This main event was way better than what I saw at Monday Night Raw last week. No yeah. offense to Miz, no offense to Cena, Reigns, Joe. Got you to tune in. But I really wanted, I would have liked to have seen this live. Uh, uh, there was a few good spots for me, like the Yoshi Tonic that Alexa Bliss did was flawless. flawless. Absolutely. Um, and then at the end of the match was pretty hot where well, you had well, the superplex going into the pin reversal of the pin into the bank statement which and then that leading which to the I DT. thought that bank statement I thought was going to be it I was like there's no way Sasha Banks is losing this title oh yeah I agree I, I when, expected it to be done when Alexa Bliss reversed the bank statement into a pin I was like oh I was so sure of myself too I was like oh this is getting reversed into the bank statement Boom, one, yeah. two, three, tap out. Instead, 
they both end up getting up. She gets in, pushed into the ropes, whatever. Bliss hits that awesome DDT. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, and then she picks up the victory, leading to Nia Jax coming out to celebrate with her, uh, one of her best friends. But they're celebrating. She puts her on her shoulders, happy-go-lucky, and then falls back. Yeah, dropped her like Batista did to Randy Orton. Yeah, and uh, Nia Jax laying, picking up that title. And the only and, the only negative thing in this whole outcome for me was the uh, the title change again. I agree. It that, sucks, but uh, that's a big takeaway for me is that it's another title change, another title change. You, you you couldn't do the other way around where you have Nia Jax face off against Sasha Banks and Nia Jax win and that face Alexa Bliss. Uh, well, that I, I just don't, wouldn't make sense. You could have extended it, it, a title reign, though. It was the whole thing where Bliss was getting her rematch. I mean, yeah, but in in general, then you shouldn't have had her lost it at SummerSlam. Right. If you're going to plan with Denia Jax, then you shouldn't have had Sasha Banks win it. You should have had Alexa Bliss pick up the victory and then have it go into the rematch, uh, a rematch or Sasha Banks does something that just – POs her so much that she wants she agrees to it, which I think we've seen before. And then lead that to Nia Jax. But having the title flip flop so many times is starting to get old. Starting to? Yeah. Moving on to SmackDown, which opened with the Singh Brothers and Gender Mahal, where the Singh Brothers wanted to apologize to Gender and their families. <clears throat> for not defeating Nakamura last week, which they wanted to prove how sorry they were by asking to kiss Jinder Mahal's feet, which leads me to, like, I don't know if other cultures apologize like that, but that's disgusting. I don't know. Yeah. They were about to. They were about to do it, and then Nakamura came on out and ruined it. Which, again, I don't know if that makes so much sense to me, where he comes out and just basically goes into a war, gets beat down three-on-one. Orton comes out to help, but again, Rusev came out of nowhere and uh, helped. Then Rusev and Jinder Mahal were left standing over them. Yeah. Up next, you had Chad Gable teaming up with Shelton Benjamin for the very first time. Um, to defeat the Ascension. Good match. But it wasn't really a good return, in my opinion. What more were you expecting? Like, the match itself was fine, but, like, it really, it didn't have an impact on the tag team division. It didn't have an impact on Shelton Benjamin returning. Well, what did you expect to see, though? I don't know. I think more could have been done for this segment, but like I don't even know what could have been. It, I just like I, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not going to be a fan of Shelton Benjamin teaming with Chad Gable. Hey, it's possible. I just I don't know. It could also be like the fact that there was 20 percent of the crowd there, and majority was blacked out. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had AJ Styles uh, having the U.S. Open Challenge. Ty Dillinger comes out to answer, but which Baron before, Corbin. 
before that, Baron Corbin was backstage and was interviewed and said he's going to go answer AJ Styles' open challenge. And that's Ty Dillinger beat him out too, beat him out there. And uh, Corbin came out and attacked Dillinger. And then Dillinger made it into the ring before Corbin did. And knocked him off the apron. Yeah, AJ was just like, do you want to actually do it? And he's like, yeah. Which, thoughts on this? It was an alright match. But the segment in general, for me, wasn't good. Why? They didn't live up to the hype of the U.S. Open Challenge matches for me. Uh, I mean, it's only one one match. Yeah, no, no. But more importantly, what does beating somebody who was beaten down prior to the match do for AJ Styles? I don't think he cares. It's just it's it just, more that doesn't a broad, that doesn't uh, uh, that doesn't do anything for me. That doesn't help elevate anything. What do you have to elevate? It's AJ Styles. You don't have to elevate him anymore. I think that this is fine. Mm. There's nothing nothing wrong it's, with this. Mm, I don't know. There's he a, defeated the, somebody who was already beaten down. It just that and just he gave him a shot not to do it. Yeah, he gave no, him a shot not to do it. I don't think that there's any problem with doesn't this. Doesn't work. For I feel it. Ty Dillinger answered a challenge that he wanted to take place in. AJ Styles says, are you, are you sure you want to still do this? He says, let's do this. They put on a match. I think that this is totally fine. It doesn't do anything for me. Baron it's Corbin attacked Ty Dillinger afterwards uh, and then went after AJ Styles, but AJ stopped it. Yeah. Next up, you had Bobby Roo picking the victory over Mike and Marie with Maria. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not understanding Bobby Roode's main roster work so far. Dude, it's been two weeks. I, there's not – but you're not <laughs> showcasing him properly. That's that's that. Simple put. Let it play out. That's – what are you playing out? Let it play out, Marky He's, he's Mark. wrestling jobbers. Let it play out. He was wrestling jobbers. He should have answered the like challenge. It, yeah. Fans already like him. I don't know what they're trying to do. Like they don't need – to do anything like this. You have somebody face a jobber to get the fans behind them. Well, I wouldn't really say that these people are jobbers. Yeah, 100%. The dude, what was the match? The match was like a minute long. Enhancement talent, dude. They don't like that word. Yeah, well. Um, I guess we'll find out what happens with that. Next up, you had Aiden English. Uh, doing his little shindig in the ring. Kevin Owens coming on down. Do it his little shindig in the ring. I liked. He was like, "Listen, I don't want to have a problem with you. Leave the ring." <laughs> yeah. And he left. He calls out Shane McMahon for screwing him last week, and uh, Shane's like, "I, I just did. Like your referee that you picked left. I was just making sure that the match had a, a clear ending to it." And uh, and then Shane made Kevin Owens leave the ring. Yeah. And the match that was supposed to happen took place. Aiden English versus Sami Zayn, which then went to a no contest later on in the night. Aiden English picks up the victory. Um, Kevin Owens took off the referee's shirt, which I thought was hilarious. That was really funny. And became the referee. Uh, Kevin Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb. Aiden English goes to pin one, two, three. Qu- very quick count. Um, which I think a bigger surprise here was the fact that Aiden English out of nowhere has entrance theme music or, or <laughs> music after the match, at least exit theme music. 
Yeah. Because normally he just shows up in the ring with a spotlight on. There's no thing. I liked it. But, uh, yeah, so then afterwards Shane McMahon was interviewed and he struck the decision from the record due to Kevin Owens screwing Sami Zayn, basically. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had backstage segment. Yeah, All's Dolph Ziggler. Carmella. Oh, oh yeah. Was, Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler cut a crazy promo again, uh, which is, it's like crazy because there are, right now there's three people with spotlights. You have, you have, um, I mean, four if you want to count Nakamura, but would you count Nakamura? He's got a spotlight. Yeah, why not? You got him, you got Elias, you got Aiden English, you got Bobby Roode. But uh, he basically brought his clay to himself and said, uh, nope, not this week. Even though last week he said, yeah, next week. He brought his clay to himself, he emmed himself, he even married himself. Yeah. Pick and choose your, uh, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, Tensai himself, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, 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 do you? Are you? I think I that this is going to be like an Emma failure. I don't know what's going to happen. This is going to be an Emma flop. Maybe he'll like be like so over the top. I don't know. Who? I don't know. I don't know. Over the top with to what? With he, like everything. He, like his like like he comes out flashy as anything. Maybe he, maybe right. Dolph Ziggler. Dude, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's like the one who like breaks the cycle and like completely changes pro wrestling back to the eighties. Where he comes out like with a flashy gimmick and everything. His name is different. Dude, that'd be so weird. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's but, see what happens. Up next you have the Usos taking on New Day, Big E, and Kofi Kingston. Obviously, Xavier Woods is injured. Um because I like this Kofi sleep, the dragon sleeper that Kofi did. I don't even recall. To finish, uh, no, at the end, uh, during the match at some point, he put put on a dragon sleeper that I liked. But Usos picking up the victory. Yeah, which and, means they get to pick the stipulation for their rematch at uh, Hell in a Cell. Which I hope is, I hope they pick a Hell in a Cell. I hope that for the tag team championships, we'll see a Hell in a Cell match uh, because I think it'll elevate both teams here. Uh, I think it's cool because the Usos' father, Rikishi, was in a Hell in a Cell. The only other person that could say that is Vincent Shane. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, to keep things fresh, you definitely need some sort of big stipulation here for the tag team division. And I would not mind seeing a tag team Hell in a Cell match. Huh. Xavier Woods could stand outside the cage, play his trombone. He could sit on commentary. Wouldn't be entertaining. Yeah. So. So. All right. Uh, Now, you got that Ellsworth Carmella backstage. You got interaction going on with Natalia. I didn't care for any of this. Naomi uh, came in after. Didn't care for this either. Natalia versus Carmella. The takeaway is that that match is happening next week. And then Natalia versus Naomi is going to happen in two weeks. But I don't understand why they keep having Carmella wrestling the champion. Like when she wins the match, it kind of like, in my opinion, makes her look bad. Because she like she just pinned cleanly, pinned the champion. 
could have so a big champion right there. So what happens if she gets one, two, and I don't know. Can she cash in mid-count? Yeah, right. I, right. I mean, she was teasing that cash in last week mid-match, but um, I just I want to see her go to the very last day possible. Because no, nobody's, nobody's done that. So after she goes to the very last day possible, I want to see her win it. So, Would you script uh, Cash to help her? No, it's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Tamina. Pick up the victory with uh, the assistance and managerial skills of Lana over enter, uh, enhancement talent number one. Tina Stock. Yeah, um, I I don't think I don't think fans will ever buy a Tamina push. No, they were not going to work for this match. Let's talk about that toss of. Uh, I don't think they're going to buy Stock. her being champion. Yeah, tossing Miss Stock out of the ring yes. that looks painful. Yeah, she kind of ate that bottom rope. Uh, she did like a little Enzo there. Hopefully, she didn't get. Have a injury following that. Yeah, Didn't look I, would, nice. I would assume we would have heard about it if she did. Uh, but I, I think they have they have a lot of work to do to convince me to like buy into this. And the stuff with Lana just continues like it continues to make no sense. Does it make sense to push Tamina in this fashion and then push Nia Jax in a similar dominant fashion on Raw? Have the two dominant women of the division hold the titles at the same time, I, or is it rep, uh, repetitive? I mean, if you want to say in that in that same sense, it's like the same thing. I mean, they are they are the same person on the roster, filling that void of a powerful uh, dominant woman. I just I there there could be other people to do that. I just. Like I said, it's going to take a lot to convince me to have Tamina as champion. I, I don't, and, and I don't, I don't understand the the stuff with Lana because, like, she she wasn't able to get a world champion out of Rusev. Why does why do they expect us to believe that she could do it with Tamina? I don't think. I think that they just. I feel like it's repetitive with Lana too right now. I think they every, every promo that she's done. Is a promo that she did with Rusev. Yeah, she. I mean, she just started doing Tamina Crush. Yeah. Tamina Crush what? She doesn't do a move. What does she do? A super kick? Rusev did a super kick. Will she Will she do a, a super fly splash? I feel like it's been quite some time since we've seen one out of her like that. I think maybe they want to separate everything that went on with Superfly. No. She did huh? it. At, she did it at WrestleMania, or not WrestleMania, Money in the Bank. All right, all right. But I don't. I don't know that Lana stuff. It was just a big flop. Well, something that is not a flop at all. Brizango. Yeah, Fashion Files season two. I thought the best part of this was Fandango. They were going through a bunch of accessories that were worked that that were actually spy. Accessories, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And Fandango goes, "Well, I know what that is." And Bree's like, "What?" He goes, "It's a belt." Oh no, he goes, "It's a title." Yeah. 
it's a title. And Breeze goes, no, that's just a belt. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was funny too, especially because like, that's, that's like one of those that's like breaking the fourth wall almost. Like that, like piss off any wrestler by calling their championship a belt. No, but it's not. No, no, it's a WWE thing that they call it a championship. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought that was for that corrected elsewhere. No, everywhere the Indies, I think they say belt all the time. Oh, I thought that. We, I thought they corrected. They could be. I mean that. I think WWE was like the first, like they were like this is it's not a belt, it's a championship. You're not allowed to know. hold a belt. Every time I held the belt, it was never corrected though. So what, I would what, really what know. Is that? I'm sorry. What does that mean? I would really know. No, no. What does that mean? Every time you held the belt, it means I would have no clue at all because I've never been in that experience before. So I have no clue what they say backstage. Oh, I um, thought you meant like when you were in W. TW. I was like, what are you talking about? No, I mean that I have no experience in in knowing the difference. I'm not backstage. I would have no idea. I just, I, I believe that was on like leaked memos that What's a leaked from, memo? From WWE, like, like oh. oh, you can't say this word. Oh. Instead of this yeah. word, use this word. Yeah. Um... Main event of the evening, Randy Orton and Nakamura pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal and Rusev, the man that Orton defeated in less than a minute on the SummerSlam. I just want I just want Randy Orton off my television. Yeah, we got the Kinshasa, and I, then following that, Celebration RKO. Randy yeah. Orton, I hate the fact that he's in a number one contender match next week. He's been in the title scene for months, and it's literally nothing's good has come from it. No. Nothing. What happened? Bray Wyatt was champion. This was awesome. Bray Wyatt was champion. WrestleMania, nothing. Uh-uh. And I, and I think Nakamura getting hit with that RKO kind of makes our, uh, Nakamura look stupid. He should know way more better than, which is awful grammar there, to, to then to trust Orton, especially the fact that they have a match next week. I don't think it makes him look awful. I didn't say awful. I said stupid. Which, definitely. You put nah. way too much trust into Randy Orton. I just want Randy Orton in NXT. I want John Cena. He did SmackDown. He did Raw as a free agent now. Please just go to NXT. Do something. Elevate that brand. Go there. Randy Orton does not need to be on television. Or retire. Randy, just don't I, get inducted into the Hall of Fame next year. Yeah. I wouldn't mind um, if Randy Orton retired. He had a hell of a career. Definitely a Hall of Fame worthy career. One of the best pro wrestlers that we've ever seen in our lifetime. But there comes a point in time. Right off into you, the sunset. Where you've done all you can do on that main roster. Go to NXT. There's so much potential there. It's time to say I'm sorry. There's and so much. That super there. kick. By the way, I think Mark Henry officially retired from in-ring competition. I thought that happened a while ago. No, I think I I think I just read that recently on the news right. sites. Interesting. So, um, yeah, please, Randy Orton, please go to NXT. Yeah. Suggest so, it. Be, become become the the best thing in NXT. Uh, or help so, in NXT. I don't know. That's SmackDown and everything. Want to talk about the May Young Classic? Yeah, the May Young Classic. Yeah, so I have the matches. You don't, right? I have the brackets. Okay, so first off, we'll talk episode one. 
Princessa uh, Suhei picked up the victory over Kaylee Ray. Um, I was surprised that Kaylee Ray didn't pick up the victory during this. I, you know what? I need to say before we even go into these matches is that I'm disappointed with the Mae Young Classic so far. Yeah. Uh, not so, much really stood out here at all. You know, and I don't know if that was the same way with the Cruiserweight Classic, where like the first round match, I was like, oh, I don't really... Like, nothing's happening? I feel like a bunch no, of these matches were, you were like, glued to it. You loved Grand Metallic from the start. There was a lot of times where yeah, you enjoyed that, it. I enjoyed like it, but there was no of, spots like this for this. I feel like the Mae Young Classic has, like... there. A lot of the winners were questionable. A lot of the people even being in this tournament became questionable. <clears throat> Vanessa Bourne. Um, I mean, I thought the, the, the lighting on the ring where the only thing was lit was the actual ring. I thought that was good. But then they came to spots where they went into the corners and the cameras were outside focusing on the corners. You couldn't see anything. Yeah. Hopefully for the next round of the Mae Young Classic, which I guess already happened, so I'm going to assume they didn't do anything with it. I hope (laughs) the lighting is a lot different come the live show or something. But, uh... Yeah, hopefully... Something changes, but so uh, Princessa Suhei picked the victory. I'm not going to do it per episode. I'll go through bracket wise because I labeled it too. So where where are so you? So you just got to That's not even like bracket wise. That's the second match. What do you mean? Fourth, no, that's the third first match. match in the tournament. But I'm saying first match like you said you're aired. not going via that. No, yeah, uh, yeah I'm not going to go via how they aired it. I'm gonna so go we'll go down Jazzy wait. Gabbert versus Abby Lath. Wait, no, no, no. Because the winner of that faces Mercedes Martinez versus... Yeah, but you said you were going down bracket. This is the no, no, no. second bracket. No, no, no. All right, fine. You want to go bracket? So Abby Lee picked up the victory over Jazzy Gilbert. Gabbert. Um, Gabbert. Um, confusing. I First of all, confusing. I have to say I liked everything I saw from Jazzy. I agree. I was. I'm a fan. Uh, she knocked Abby Lath out. She was knocked out. There was no possible way that Abby Lath should have won that match. She was formerly in her. No possible way Abby Lath should have won that match. Gets up, reverses a move. She 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 gets put in the like the Canadian destroyer whatever, and then get gets out of that into a sunset flip into the alligator. Clutch or whatever you call it. Awful. I awful. guess all because May Young maybe used to use that move. Oh, let me tell you how much I actually care for your background story. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Um, the people, she the people who trained all me that, had that move passed down from May Young to me. That like, okay, that's fine if you want to go with that. But you just got pummeled in the ring. There's, I don't buy that for a second. That she should have been the one to. Out of everyone, that is okay. You could you could kind of tell me that she won because she is in NXT. She is training at the Performance Center. She is signed. But later on, you have other women that are signed, are training, have been on NXT that lost. And out of the two of them or three of them, she is not the one that should have advanced. I think. But she is going to be taking on Rachel Evers, who picked up the victory over Marty Bell. Who I thought Another, I wasn't impressed with. Not not really a good showing for Rachel Evers. I like the corner, uh, the springboard leg drop that she did. Yeah, but her kicks were sour. Her 
There was a sidewalk, uh, sidewalk slam part that was all right, but I was not impressed with Rachel Evers too. So we have an unimpressful match right there. Abby Lath taking on Rachel Evers. Um, next up, we're gonna have Mercedes Martinez pick up the victor over uh, Zaylee. Mercedes was, Martinez, obviously, she's obviously the one that should have gone on to win this match. I, I was impressed with uh, Lee though. Very hard hitting. Um, I was impressed with that. But then Mercedes Martinez, I like to finish her too with the uh, Dragon Sleeper. I'm always a Dragon Sleeper fan. But she's going to be taking on Princess uh, uh, Suhei, who, as we already mentioned, picked up the victory over Kaylee Ray. Which uh, I want. Hopefully, Kaylee Ray gets signed. Hopefully, Marty Bell goes on to get signed. I would yeah. like to see Jazzy Gabbard go on to get signed. Or That would be nice. Um, number three, Candice LeRae picked up a, a victory over Renee Michelle. Um, it was a good match. But really, honestly, not much happened here for me. No, Gargano was in the ring, uh, at ringside. Yeah. Um, but she's going to be taking on the winner of this match. Nicole Savoy picked up the victory of uh, Reina Gonzalez. So should be interesting. I kind of think Nicole Savoy is going to beat Candice LeRae just because of Nicole Savoy's association with uh, Ronda Rousey and stuff. Uh, she's not a four-horse woman, but still, with the training and everything, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think that may be one of the shockers. Um, Shayna Baszler... They would have two associated with... Yeah, but I mean, Shayna Baszler is um, one of the four-horse women. Yeah. So I think she has a stronger connection, but I could Obviously definitely see a stronger it. connection. Uh, Shayna Baszler picked up the victory over Zeta. Um, Ronda Rousey was at ringside. I liked her all finisher. of them were. Yeah, all all of them. Uh, I liked the finisher, the suplex into a rear naked uh, chokehold. I was a fan of that. Um, she'll be taking on Mia Yim, who picked up the victory over Sarah Logan, who is the person I think should have advanced uh, out of NXT people. Logan or Yim. Logan. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sarah Logan, I think, should have advanced. Mia Yim picked up the victory, though. I thought this this match was definitely one of the matches that stood out to me of the tournament as being better than the others. Yeah. There was, I think there was like three matches in total that I thought that. Yeah. Which isn't putting the other competitors down because the competitors in matches that didn't stand out to me were good. You it all so maybe that they just didn't have chemistry with the uh, opponent, That's which I I feel like that is a lot of these like a lot of these I feel like is just lack of chemistry that is very visible with some of these wrestlers where it's just like but like that in the same sense it's like a, a few of these are like they're not even they're like a year or two into training. Uh yeah, Rachel Evers should not be in this tournament. She's not training to as long as. Someone like Mia Yim. But Sarah Logan I, versus Mia Yim, I thought it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. I yeah. Would, I would watch it again. Uh, Bianca Belair picked up the victory over Sage Beckett. Um, uh, I, I don't yeah. – I'm not understanding Belair being in this tournament. I'm not understanding the match victory. match was good. Yeah, I, I, it was. The NXT match was good, but I'm not – again, not understanding her being in this. Um, but she's going to be taking on potentially the, I think the, potentially uh, the favorite. The favorite. Yeah. The favorite to win. One of the favorites to win. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Kyrie uh, Sane defeated Tessa Blanchard, which this again was another match that stood out to me. Uh, which I really I wish this match was like a second round match, so they would have had way more time than they did. I agree. I think Tessa should have. I think they should have been paired off differently. Maybe put one of them against. Well, Lisey Evans is signed, I believe, already. Um, yeah, she's an NXT girl. Yeah, you know what. They should have put one of them against Rachel Evers or Marty. Well, I, I wouldn't want to see Marty Bell advance, but I think that the bracketing could have done it a little bit better. Um, but that elbow drop was fantastic, and that forearm was fantastic. Yeah. From uh, Sane. Yeah. Um, next up, you also had Dakota Kai pick up the victory over Kavita Devi. Uh, the corner kick from the, Dakota Kai is insane. It looks so realistic and good. Yeah. She's, I'm glad she's signed. Yeah, she's going to be taking on Rhea Ripley, who picked up the victory over Miranda Salinas again. Like, I don't—is she signed? I don't think so. I don't so, think but Ripley's signed, but a hundred percent, I'm hoping she gets signed. And I believe they said she's only twenty years old. Something young, yeah. Yeah, I think they said that Rhea Ripley is only twenty years old, so a lot of learning curve there. And I think that out of everyone that we are talking about, I think Rhea Ripley Ripley has the most potential out of uh, newcomers. Or, fair, like, yeah, I, I don't know if she's been around for a while, but newcomers to the WWE market, I think she has a lot of potential. Yeah. Uh, up next, Serena Deeb defeated Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne should not have been in this tournament at all. As displayed off her NXT match. This I match mean, was better, but, like... At least Serena Deeb won. Yeah. Yeah. No, at least she won. Uh, another match that was super impressive to me was Santana Garrett over uh, <clears throat> Santana Garrett versus Piper Niven. Yeah, Niven went on to pick up the victory with the yeah. Michinoko driver. Uh, so she's going to be taking on Serena Deeb. Um, you got Tony Storm picking up the victory over Aisha Raymond, and she's going to be taking on Lacey Evans, who picked up the victory over Tainara Conti. Yeah, um, and that is that's the tournament. We got the tournament is starting to play out little by little. So, so far, so of of this, I was impressed with three matches. I was impressed with a bunch of the women, though. Uh, I would a hundred percent not to rid progress of their talent. Tony Storm, I want her in WWE. I was very impressed with her. Um, and I, I, like, I like her I, gimmick, too. It's like she doesn't like, like – I just like almost as if she doesn't care about things because she knows she's that damn good. Yeah. Uh, I, and out of all of them that aren't signed already, I, I would probably go with uh, Jazzy. I think she has, has potential, you know? Like she's somebody that I could see being pushed in a, a position where she's being managed by Lana. Yeah. Even though she she looked weak, I guess you could say, being like the way she lost that match. Yeah. Um, but 100% she could be built up to be better, way better than anything they could hope for with Tamina. Yeah, and right I, now we just we've never seen anything from Tamina, so Yeah. Uh so, I think that there's been more downs than ups with the tournament so far. I, I, mean, I think that that's difficult to uh, – yeah, I think that there's definitely – I don't want to take anything away from any of them in the actual tournament, but 
Why like, not? Dude? I just I don't. You're supposed I to don't be a critic to. of this. Yeah, but I don't want to. You don't like want to that have feelings. No, I just don't want to be like that, dude. There is. It's, it's clear. It's very clear that there were a bunch of people in this tournament that should not have been in this tournament. But so it's okay to say that. But that's that's just. I don't know what they were thinking in the process of this. Like, oh, we have to get this person in. We have to get this person in. But. I mean, you, it's okay to speak like that. I mean, there is more downs than than ups on this. It, it's pretty much just, it's pretty much what we've been speaking about. I mean, you can't say that there's three good matches out of what fourteen. That is not yeah. a good percentage. Three out of fourteen. Um, so hopefully, once we get to the next few rounds, get to the live show. The live show, I hope, absolutely tears it tears down the house. When does the live show start? The semis. Uh, no, the finals, I think. Oh, wait, the live show is only the final? I think so. Like the, or the semifinal? I don't know. Are there two women left? Uh... I, mean, I, I, I hope that we get some, that they held off with going to the finals. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, don't look it up because you don't want to spoil, but. Right. Um, all right, so that is the May Young Classic. Uh, not really much else to mention. NXT Bobby Roode is still in action, um, which, which I, is I mean, always weird. Yeah, but I, it helps I to elevate they, Roderick Strong, I guess. Yeah, it, it helps they have, plus put, puts a conclusion to the feud. Okay, dude. So the round of sixteen is going to be airing on the fourth of September. They have the quarterfinals also airing on the fourth, as well as the semifinals airing on the fourth. So the finals, uh, the finals will be live on September twelfth. All right. Um. Any predictions for finals? I. Kyrie Sane, and I don't know Tony Storm. Does big. that work bracket wise? I don't I, have, to... I have no idea. I don't think it does, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it definitely can't because they're both on the, the right side of the bracket, I guess. Yeah, that doesn't work then. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I think they have actually the winners listed there. Um, here we go. Uh, maybe nope. Mercedes Martinez or Candice LeRae versus Kyrie Sane or Tony Storm. Let's see. Here we go. I just got to pull this up. All right. So you're going Kyrie Sane with who? No, I'm saying either. I don't know. Either the only people who should make Tony it Storm, 100%. If you, want, what, you could say Tony Storm versus her in the semifinals. No, I don't know. I, I, maybe the final four would be Candice, Mercedes, Tony, and and uh, Kyrie. Maybe. So you're saying Candice, Mercedes, Tony and Kyrie, two, and then two the, from each side, and then the finals. I have no idea. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with Kyrie, and I'll go Kyrie. Let's go with Piper Niffin. Let's go with Piper yeah. Niffin, Kyrie. Why? They're on the same side. No, that you aren't. Well, yeah. I mean, semifinals. I mean. Oh. oh. Yeah, Kyrie versus Piper in the semifinals. And then I'll go with um, 
Mercedes Martinez versus um I you know I feel like the obvious choice for me would be Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it's also a Yeah, I'll go with Mercedes versus Shayna cuz I could see that being a nice like heavy hitting matchup. Uh especially because Mercedes being a veteran, yeah. I think that she could carry Shayna where she's still lacking. That could be a nice match. Um finals wise, I'm going to say maybe Mercedes Martinez versus Kyrie Singh. Uh, same. Just yeah. because I feel like finals-wise, it maybe I mean Shayna could still be helped out with Kyrie, but yeah, and then onwards and upwards, upwards. and onwards, whatever. I don't know what that's yeah. saying. Is. Um, let's just hope that the rest of the tournament is a little bit more brighter. Um, yeah. So that is all the sports entertainment talk, and we'll be back. Dave, shameless plugs. Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jake Parnell at JP Warhorse. You can go check him out at these upcoming dates. Uh, on the 15th, he's going to be at Outlaw Wrestling. The 16th, Wrestle Wars 2. Uh, the 22nd and 23rd, Fully Loaded Wrestling. And then he goes to Zero One USA, Alpha One in Toronto. Uh, ICW and so much more uh, a full pack schedule so go check him out, go see him live um, go give him a follow also go follow uh, go give a follow to Darius Carter he is an amazing supporter of us, the current LDN wrestling world champion and one of the greatest tier 1 wrestling champions ever, so go give him a follow at Mr. Darius Carter also he has a few upcoming events on the 9th, he's going to be at WOW Wrestling Taking on Jason Karloff in the first ever dog collar match for the WOW World title. And then on the 16th, he's going to be wrestling at wrestle at uh, Magic, at uh, Pro Wrestling Magic. Go check him out over there. Also, thank you very much to the New Era Podcast. Go give them a follow at the New Era Pod. Uh, they are obviously a podcast, which you should check out. You could go... Uh, Give them a follow. Go check out their website. And, yeah, good people over there. Also, go give them a follow to Sebastian Cage, uh, pro wrestler at Sebastian Cage. You can go check him out at Combat Zone uh, on the 9th. On the 16th, he's going to be at Pro Wrestling Magic as well and so many more. So go give him a follow to get up to date with his schedule. Also, Thank you very much to Team Awesome 418. Go give Lorenzo a follow at Team Awesome 418. Go check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Awesome brother over there. Uh, go follow Michael at Real Michael Wolf. We appreciate your support. Wrestling IQ 101 at Wrestling IQ 101. They have a podcast with an interview of Bull Buchanan. Uh, I haven't heard his name Which, in a while. Like, where, so. do you, where do you even find. Contact thought, information for it's, him. It's funny. I thought the same thing. I'm like, how did these guys get an interview with Bull Buchanan? I mean, I would have never thought of hearing an interview with Bull Buchanan in 2017, but I'm sure I would want to listen to their podcast to hear this interview. Uh, go check it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's on their website, Wrestling IQ 101. 
Also, Shiny Wizards, another awesome podcast. Follow them at Wizards Podcast. They have new episode every week. And also check them out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shiny Wizards, where every shirt that they sell, they're going to donate $25 to Hurricane Relief. So, and regardless of your purchase, they are going to still make donations. But even more reason to support them. Uh, go give them a follow. Go help them out. Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Give him a follow. Um, also, we got a few people here. Let me just pull this up. Um, go give a follow. Oh, Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Go check them out. Um, go give a follow to at Nova XKH. Go give a follow to um, at Indie underscore Addicts. At Mike the Ref. Also, go check out Absolute Wrestling Entertainment. They have an event that is going to be taking place October 15th in Hamilton, Ontario. Go check them out. Their roster is loaded. If you don't believe me, go check out their card. They are on Twitter at A Wrestling E. Um, yeah, so much good stuff. Also, good stuff coming out from Canuck Pro at Canuck Pro. Their first event is going to be October 21st, uh, 21st in Toronto. Follow up with uh, Ottawa and then so much more. They are still announcing a few matches and it's just awesome. They got uh, Dalton Castle taking on Adam Page. Ton, ton of action over there. Moose is going to be there. Also, if you're looking to train in Florida, look no further than Team Vision Dojo at Team Vision Dojo. Awesome people in Orlando, Florida. Uh, a lot of talent over there. They have events taking place with uh, I Believe in Wrestling. And, yeah, awesome people over there. Go follow them, Team Vision Dojo. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, Montreal Broski. Go follow Montreal Broski. Good old Eric. Uh, go check out First Thing in the Morning podcast. Podcast? Jeez. First Thing in the Morning YouTube show. YouTube.com slash first thing in the morning show. Um, yeah. Anything else to say? Oh, yeah. We got some more. You see, everyone retweets this, and we live up to our end of the bargain, and we'll promote you. At Bailey Ray Fan, go follow them. At The Brocast, two bros talking about games, comics, and wrestling. The Brocast. Uh, also, at Bats and Balls Pod. Um, yeah, so much more at, uh, to Drift Nicholas and Ignite Wrestling at Ignite Wrestling. Go check them out. We mentioned them before about, uh, them being on Twitch. So go check them out. So, hey, Brandon, did you have enough of these, uh, shameless plugs? Shout outs. I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. First shout-outs going to the first responders who were out in Houston during this time after Hurricane Harvey. Uh, I know the first responders during Sandy put in tons of extra work and tons of time, and I can't even imagine what they're doing out over there. So, Yeah, um, it, it's just really tragic, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, next up, Mrs. Fields, Chocolate Chip M&M's. M&M cookies are getting a shout out. Got them in Atlantic City. They were fantastic. Uh, way better cookies than I remembered Mrs. Fields being. 
Mm. Have you ever had? I don't. I don't know. You ever have like their cookie cake or whatever? I don't think so. Yeah, that was like a big thing back in the day. I don't think I did. But uh, yeah, so I got I got chocolate chip ones. I got chocolate chip M and M's, and I got one uh, cinnamon sugar cookie, uh, which I could have done without. It was like just like a snickerdoodle, I guess. Uh, and then the M and M ones are way better than the chocolate chips. So I was disappointed that I had chocolate chips instead of all M and M's. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, Asuka's getting that shout out. I don't think we're going to see anybody with a record like her in current day WWE anytime soon. No, and, and I the think only, that... The only person I see on like the main roster getting anywhere close to her record is her, is Asuka. Yeah, there's no one that's going to be close at this rate. So maybe when she comes up on the main roster and debuts, she's going to have the same winning streak. She's going to eventually become champion or she's going to like right away become champion and she'll be able to maybe break her NXT streak. So, but I mean, NXT, I mean, obviously the streak is going to continue where it's at right now. Right. Yeah. It's not going to reset. Exactly. But I, so like would you her, continue like, this championship? Yeah. But would you continue this to WrestleMania? It should just continue ever. Like she should never lose. <laughs> when? Well, I mean, that's gonna get tired. Know, at when. some point. At some point, we're gonna say, "Oh, why is she still winning?" Because then she's gonna be defeating the people that we want to be uh, yeah, well, pushed I mean, a little bit. We'll see what happens. Who who defeats her when? They have a a, a difficult time. I think, or they will have a difficult time in doing in writing it correctly. So. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing this last for a WrestleMania, but which WrestleMania? Yeah, uh, but those are my shout outs. Now it's time for Out right our mark out moment of the week both of my mark out moments were definitely already discussed on the show discussed that sounded like i said discussed um one being that that fashion file segment where where brizago says it's a belt i thought that was hilarious that, the title that again i said belt. really funny yeah uh, and then the other one is just the the Taylor Swift video for Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah, I, I was, agree with you with that was, video. It was awesome getting to see past incarnations of Taylor Swift again. Yeah, it's, it's always nice to see the past a little bit, but, you know, unfortunately they got that chorus of this song, but I think we spoke about that a little bit too much. Yeah, Maybe I, think, not I think it's time for you to just end the show. Well, on that note, Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate all of your support. Go check us out, markingout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Go purchase some of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. Which, there's a sale going on. Use the code WORK for 15% off. It's a 72-hour sale. It started uh, an hour from now, but you're not going to hear this until later. (laughs) For Labor Day. So go check out the t-shirts, go buy some. A portion of those proceeds from Pro Wrestling Tees from the wholesale will be going towards 
the Houston Food Bank. Yeah. Um, so, also those, Twitter, twitter.com, slash marknout, at bttg161, at the rib underscore mo, also youtube.com, slash marknout11. And we wish you the... the- Best, best of the year, future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.